Blog Talk Radio. Train. 
But I ain't in, I ain't in as good a shape as you are, and we look quite the same because you in good shape out there running. I, I see, you know, I ain't that ain't so I didn't do that. But I thought about it though. I thought about it. I thought about it. But listen, let's jump right into it, man. Let's talk. Let's let's start at the beginning. You know, you know, Stephen Covey said, "Be you know, uh, uh, um, start with the end in mind." So let's start with last night, the end of the week, and let's you know, let's talk about this game. And I, I just, I want to start. I want to start with Dr. Train. Normally, it's either me or JB. But I want to start with Dr. Train on this one because I want to get his thoughts on the Dallas defense last night. I want to get his thoughts on his former defensive coordinator, now our defensive coordinator, dialing up the heat. Did that? I mean, talk to me, Train. What did you see defensively from a guy you're very familiar with, Rod Marinelli, and the, and the players mm-hmm. on the defense last night? Talk to me. I honestly it looked pretty impressive, man. I mean that's that's about that's that's kinda one of the main reasons why it sucks that you guys uh having to deal with so many injuries on the offensive side of the ball to your to your, to your main guys, you know. Uh the injury to Tony Romo, even Dez missing the time that he missed and shoot, even even all the way to DeMarco Mary leaving, like it all it it, it it's all compounded. Um but, you know, Marinelli's going to do his job. I, I told you that once y'all hired him on permanently, I was like, y'all, y'all got somebody. And then, I mean, he's – the dude know how to work the 4-3 as long as he can get the personnel that he needs. And, you know, such an impressive defense, the only bittersweet thing is that you don't – that, you know, you, you're suffering the, the injuries on offense, not to not to go with it and, and just make you guys a pretty scary and formidable team. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah. And did I not? Oh, and by the way, yeah. Go ahead. By the way, thank you for exposing cousins. Like for a minute, I was a little nervous about Washington, and considering that we got to play them next week, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm for Yeah, and I'm a Bears fan next week, so I mean, you know, yeah. I'll, anything we can do to help you, bruh? Absolutely. I'm a Bears fan next week. I'm, I'm, I'm playing a Super Bowl shuffle. I'm putting on my Peyton 34 jersey. I am a Bears fan next week, so I have a, no problem. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm going to bring Jay in in a minute. The one person I really, you know, I made a comment a couple weeks ago that I said, you know, Sean Lee is a poor man, Luke Cookley, Luke Keekley, whatever, however you say his name, over in Carolina. And I think he showed that. He can't. He his problem is staying healthy. But if that dude could stay healthy, I'm telling you, he's on that level. And anybody that doubts it need to go watch that game last night. That dude was all over the field. Thirteen tackles, two for losses, and a sack. That is that is elite linebacker play. You know, and Rolando McLean throwing in ten tackles of his own. Like that dude, if he could just the problem with Sean Lee is he just he gets hurt, he gets injured. But if he stays healthy, I'm telling you that is a top linebacker in this league. He he can be the level of the Panthers. Keekly, 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 whatever the hell his name is, Luke. Luke Keekly. Yeah, that guy right there. I'm trying to tell you, JB. I know you were excited. I got your text last night. What are your thoughts on the Cowboys win last night? 
Yeah, excited is an understatement. I, I, How that's when I'm screaming. That's when I'm screaming all day long. And, and you're right with four and eight. Take everything under consideration. I get it. But the win the way we did last night, albeit ugly, a win is a win. And when you are kicking field goals, and, and to you know this more so than, than anybody else, the more field goals you kick, the lesser is your chance of winning. Mm-hmm. But the defense played outstanding. The offense made the plays when they needed to. And granted, there was a few suspect calls against the Redskins, but we've seen throughout the course of the year that you can either be on, on the beneficiary side or the not the beneficiary side of it. So you put all that together, combined with the way they played on defense, um, it, 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 it's an ugly win, but it's a good win. And the funny part of it is next week, all four teams play non-divisional games. And if the Cowboys win and everybody else loses, guess who's in first place? Sit it on the tee. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Oops. Let me try that one more time. How about them cowboys? There you go. I um, know we, 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 it, it's been a while, so I know you're rusty. It's all I'm right. a little rusty. I'm it's a little all rusty. Right. It's all right. Yeah, you're but right it, because because the tie the first tiebreaker is division record. So if yes, they, sir, everyone goes to five and eight. Dallas is three and two, which is the best division record. So they would leap from last to first if Dallas were to win and the other three teams were to lose. I didn't think yes, of that. Sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. Now, and, 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 and you are. And, and let's and let's let's be clear. And I and I want to put this out there. And I'm gonna bring K Star on, because um, I'm sure he's got some you know voice of hatred in there somewhere. But I, I, I want to be clear. A couple years ago, I think it was even last season, Panthers won, and I I believe I came on the air. And if I remember my position correctly, I was against a team with a losing record um, getting a home playoff game. If I remember my position correctly, I was against it. Um, I'm still against it. I still feel like Winning the division is not enough to guarantee you a home playoff game. I still feel that way. Now, I listened to Chris Berman last night. XCT, XCT, you were you were on the opposite side of that thing. Are you sure? Because I'm trying to remember. I could have sworn. Uh, I'm sure because you argue you argue me down about how important the division games were. Oh, and okay. I was like, it's only six. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I'm, you, I, you flip. That's cool. Well, you know, honestly, I'm looking at my Cowboys, and I'm 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 being honest now. I feel like if we win the division, we don't deserve a home playoff game. I just I'm just being honest. I agree that winning the division is important. Winning the division is an accomplishment, regardless of your record. I still stand by that statement. But I have a hard time going into the playoffs at six and ten, seven and nine, and feeling good about a home playoff game against a team that might be ten and six or eleven and five. So I do, I do feel that way. Even if my team gets in with that record, I gotta admit, I still feel that way. Um, 
And that's exact. But but let me also say this, and and I think Chris Berman made made a really good argument last night about how Seattle did this a few years ago, and then look at the run Seattle went on, and then Carolina did it last year, and now look at the run that Seattle is on. I mean Carolina is on, and so it's kind of like hmm. That's a valid point. Two teams that won a division with sub-500 records, and the first team led that, took that to a Super Bowl championship and another Super Bowl appearance. The second team, freaking, um, what, 16 straight wins, you know, already clinched the division and looking pretty good at getting home field through the playoffs at this point. So, you know, I guess I got to think it through some more. Um, but I just know as a Cowboy fan, I'll take it. But it does feel like it's wrong that at six and ten, you sitting there hosting a playoff game against somebody that's ten and six, nine and seven, eleven and five. You know, so I just leave that at that. K Star, come bring it, man. I know, I know, I know. Somewhere in here, you are gonna have some hate for my Cowboys, so I'm listening. Come on with it, bro. Well, you know, I'm glad you're touching on the the four division play. Uh, within the NFC East, because yeah, it, you know it was an entertaining game for what it was, um, but you know it had some resemblances of an XFL game towards the end of it because it got a little crazy, a little controversial. Um, I know it's, we, we didn't touch on that part yet, but controversial. <clears throat> well, the fumble for one because that wasn't a fumble, but so it, the uh, catch as well, the Don Dez catch, which Dez Bryant's always in the middle of these things. It's kind of ridiculous. Poor Dez. No, I think that the, I think the Dez call was the right call. I mean, see, really, I think I think the actual I think the Dez was I think he actually caught it, whereas I think that Deshaun did not fumble. No, nah, I think I honestly think both calls were right. I think Dez he did not, and he even came back later and said when he saw he thought he caught it, and he said when I saw the replay, yeah, it was the right call. I didn't I didn't get my second foot down before my my elbow hit out of bounds. He oh, even yeah, admitted, okay, yeah, the elbow, the elbow. Yeah, the elbow, elbow hit out of bounds, so before the second. Yeah. It was milliseconds, but if you watch the tape, it was pretty clear. Um, live, yeah. I thought it was a catch. I'm high. I'm like high fiving myself. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, but for when sure. I saw it, um, but the Jackson, nah, I, I felt pretty good about that being a fumble. And while the wrist was close, it wasn't enough to overturn. You know, and and honestly, K Star, come on, man, come on, come to my world just for a minute. How stupid was Deshaun Jackson. He didn't deserve to get, <laughs> he didn't deserve to get bailed out. Come on, now, You're a football guy. How stupid was that play? Yeah, that was bad. And honestly, um for I don't understand like I know he scored a touchdown after and people will say that he redeemed himself, but he still didn't because they lost control of possession in the game. Um they're playing catch up rather than having, you know, a, a chance of actually winning the game. So I always I, just like a little side uh, complaint I have when people say, you know, oh, well, they redeemed themselves in, in those kind of situations. I was like, no, they didn't because the team still lost possession in that circumstance, and now they're having to play from behind. Let me piggyback you. He didn't redeem himself. The Cowboys were stupid because we had the ball. Could have ran that clock down to under 30, under 20 seconds. Jerry mm-hmm. McFadden, a yeah. veteran he runs out of the dumbest play I've seen from him all year. Minus those two fumbles. I think the second one I forgive him because I think he was dazed, even though he passed the concussion protocol. But it looked like he got whacked, man. Maybe 
you know, for a second, well, where the hell am I? But still, two fumbles, and then you're gonna you're gonna run out of bounds. I mean, that, that, that yeah. yeah, you know, that's so that's yeah, it, it was just ridiculous. Um, so to me, he didn't redeem himself. The Cowboys mismanaged that last minute and a half and gave them, um, you know, gave them that opportunity. And then secondly, we had pretty much kept Jackson under control that whole game. And if for some reason we played a cover zero against him and and matched up Mo Claiborne one-on-one with no safety help. Yeah. And done that all game. And now with a minute to go, we're going to do that. And, and yeah, mean, then, then it makes any sense. And, and, I, and that's why I made that little the little jab at being XFL. I'm on, you know, it's tongue-in-cheek, of course, but basically what I'm trying to say is, like, the last five minutes, it was just a lot of bad, bad decisions from both teams, you know, being made that, you know, basically turned the outcome of the game. It was, yeah, it, yeah, that was uh, not a good display of, of smart football from both teams there at the end. Okay, but, you know, I, whatever, you guys got the win, so it's all good. Yeah. It's all somebody, relative to the division at the end of the day. I don't know if it was JB or Katrain. Somebody was trying to get in and make a comment. Probably Train. No, I didn't. I, I, I'm just. Kidding. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um, you know, and 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 you know, listen. Let, let let's be real here. Um, and, and I like Sean Lee, by the way. Real quick, just want to throw in there. I, I do. He played an awesome game. Sean Lee. Yes, agreed with you there on that point you were making earlier. Yeah, I appreciate that. And 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 frankly, um, you know, I've said this in the past, and I've gotten mixed reactions from people about it, comparing him to Elite. But he is. He can be. One of the best in the game if he stays healthy. He he can be. Yeah. You know, when you look yeah. at you start legitimately talking about you know the top two, three, four linebackers in the game. If he stays healthy, he's going to be in those conversations because the man is just he's got all the talent. He's a smart player. He was all over the place. He he can tackle. He can cover. I mean, he's 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 great. But he just yeah, promised his sideline. Yeah, his health was an issue, but yeah, I totally agree with you. His he, his sideline and sideline speed is really impressive. His lateral quickness is awesome, and he just he's a nose for the ball. And like you said, he's good in coverage as well. He's awesome. Um, hopefully, yeah, his health improves because he's definitely uh, uh, a player. Which I'll put it like this: you know, you could put an average fan and have them watch the game last night, and they'll be like, "Hey, who's this guy? He's really good. Like he, yeah. he, he just he stands out when he plays." So yeah, I, agree. I, I, I just. I, yeah, I just I mean, hope Dallas is, don't do what we what we did. Uh, as you know, with Mukikli, you still got a. I mean, with with Chun Lee, you still got a young player, but you got an injury prone young player. So I just hope hope Dallas do do their do their due diligence to, to shore that up and just make sure they have somebody else that can back them up that can get close to the same production. Uh, well, that that is, it's very important that Rod Marinelli sees that this light. Just like the superior position in the Well, you know, if you if you look back a year ago, Lee was out for the year, and um, you know the team went to the divisional game, thirteen and five, you know, won the division, and a lot of that was um, you know Hitchens, McLean, um, you know. Last year they had uh, Justin Durant, they had uh, Bruce Carter. I mean, I think the team has done a good job of bringing in linebackers that, you know, play really well. As a matter of fact, 
Um, Sean Lee was the middle linebacker or the Mike linebacker as they, as they call it. Now you got to keep up with the terminology. And because he was getting hurt, they moved him to the will or the weak side linebacker to give him a chance to use his speed and not have to be that direct, you know, in the middle of everything and where he can use his lateral speed and, and make more plays. And Rolando McLean is now the Mike linebacker or the middle linebacker. And so I think they're doing a good job of trying to protect Lee, but at the same time, allow him to make plays. And, then, you know, this was a game where, and Hitchens is another guy who was a rookie last year who is now on the field as a Sam or the strong side linebacker. So to me, those three guys, when you're playing our four, three, those are, that's it. That's our linebackers. If they stay healthy, that's a tough line. That's to me, you're looking at a top linebacker core in this league. If these guys stay healthy, Hitchens has been healthy. McLean has been on and he's had some injuries and we know about Sean Lee. He's had some injuries too, but if those three guys stay healthy, I mean, you know, and that, when you look at our D-line last night and the stunts that they were pulling, I mean, them dudes, I mean, whatever Rod Marinelli drank, smoked, or whatever his lady gave him the night before, I don't know what, because the Cowboys blitzed more last night than they did the previous 11 games combined. That is a fact. They were not a blitzing well, team. And well, I have to... What? I, I would I would talk I would talk that up to Rob Marinelli doing his homework. Like I said, y'all exposed Kirk Cousins, and what I get from it is that they probably saw in in the in, in games before how well he played from the pocket without any pressure on, him, without any consistent pressure, and saw and probably saw the difference when you put pressure on. Him. And when you have when you have the four three defense where you're constantly rotating the defensive linemen so they stay fresh. And y'all got some pretty good pass rushers. Uh, yeah, I could I could see the reason for the blitz. And the four three is able to disguise the blitz because everybody plays up on the line, and you don't know who's coming, and you don't know who's backing off. Right, right. And you know, you also you also have to think of this too. Who is the Washington Redskins offensive line coach? Does anybody know? Sounds like somebody in Callahan. Mm-hmm. And who was the Cowboys' offensive line coach last year? Sounds like somebody in Callahan. Mm-hmm. So do you think that Marinelli kind of knew what Callahan was all about since they were on the same team for the previous two years? And do you think Marinelli said, I got something for you, bro? Because for those of you who don't know, Callahan didn't want to be in Dallas. They didn't let him out of his contract last year. He wanted to leave last year. They wouldn't let him out of his contract. He had one more year. They said, no, we're not letting you out. So to spite Dallas, he intentionally left and went to a division rival. Intentionally to spite. He left on bad terms with Dallas, okay? And do you think that underneath all of this, they talked about the fact that Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator for the Redskins, is uh, – um, uh, uh, Marinelli's son-in-law, I don't think that's got nothing to do with anything. He's defense coordinator on the other team. He ain't got nothing to do with it. But I'm telling you, I think somewhere in here was some, oh, okay. We were on the same coach staff. We sat in the same meetings. You know, assistant head coach, assistant head coach, right? And you just you just turn your back on us like that? Okay. I got some for you, bro. Because guess what? You're over there with an inferior line to what you had here in Dallas. And I'm going to show you. All right, who's making all that noise? Who's making all that noise, man? Y'all got, you got to, you got to, you got to. 
got to do some podcasts. Very distracting. Very distracting. Okay. Thank you. Whoever did that, thank you very much. Um, so, yeah. and, and, yeah. and T, I was going to go there too, but let me, let me let me take you in a slightly different direction. I agree with what you're saying because I was thinking that also, but I'm also thinking something that you touched on just before you started to roll about Callahan. Marinelli doesn't blitz. He's not a blitzing person. He's not a blitzing coordinator. You combine that with what he knows from Callahan, combine that also with the rivalry, I'm thinking he's going to throw a wrinkle into this whole program. He's not going to go with what they've always done before because that's what everybody's expecting. So now I'm going to do something different. Plus, this is the first of the two outings, right? This is the first game against Redskins. They yeah. got another one coming up, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. they haven't seen anything yet. So I agree. Combine Callahan leaving, got something for you. Combine that with he was here last year, so he knows the tendencies. He knows how Marinelli thinks. Well, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. You don't think I'm going to blitz you. Well, guess what? I'm going to bring the house every single time. That's what I thought was going on yesterday when I was watching it. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I was very excited because, I, and honestly, I was thinking about Dr. Train because I know he's a defense, loves defense, and I'm just sitting up here just, just loving our defense, being aggressive, and, you know, just – well, that's what I'm screaming, and and it's just the Redskins all day. I mean, just couldn't really get untracked. You know what I mean? And the one time that they they sold out down the stretch there, D-Jack got one deep. I mean, hey, he's gonna get one. He's that good. You know, mm-hmm. I, he he's been a mm-hmm. cowboy killer for many years. But you know what? I loved I loved the fact that when Jackson scored. They put the camera on Dez. I don't know if y'all if y'all watched the game. Dez just kind of smiled yeah. and shook his head, and it was kind of yeah. like, "Okay, bruh, game on." You know, he was just like, "All right." Yeah. You know, that's like competitive fire. Yes, that's what we. Romo is there, but Romo, when you're listen, I've talked to a lot of professional athletes in my life, okay, and it's one thing to lead when you're in the game. It is a completely different thing when you're not on the field. They, you, It's just not the same. They hear you, but they really don't hear you. It's Romo's team, but it's kind of like, yeah, but you're hurt. You know, you you, you over there squawking. I, you know, we hear you because we know you're coming back at some point this year, next year. We don't know, but it's not the same. But Dez is on that field, and when Dez speaks, they listen. He is – you know, he is the Michael Irvin of this era. And I'm telling you, he had that look in his eye like, give me the give me Keyshawn Johnson, give me the damn ball. And made two key plays down the stretch to help them get in a position to kick that and can we can we you know can we say enough about Dan Bailey? Fifty four yard on grass in the enemy stadium on Monday night football. Money. Money. Mm-hmm. Highest in December. In, in December, December money. Field it's, not like it's, September. it's not like this is preseason. It's not like the, the, the ball is going to travel through um, thin air when it gets nice and warm. It's a little nippy. It must have been in the 40s or something like that. We're talking about December and clutch time. And my man was clutch like a six yet. Highest field goal percentage of all time. No, I, I'm not going to go so far as say he's the greatest of all time. He needs some longevity. You know, you got guys like Vinatieri and uh, Morton Anderson and some of these guys that kicked for a long time. Um, you know, the uh, guy over there in New England has been around for a while. He's pretty good. Um, but I, he, he, if he keeps this consistency up maybe one day if he stays healthy because, um, damn, that's a big-time kick. Um, all right. 
we may come back to the Cowboys. I don't know, but let's move on. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just pleased that, you know, here we are at four and eight, and we still actually have a chance. We, we actually are in the middle of this, um, you know, and people were writing us off, and even I was discouraged after losing Romo and losing to uh, Carolina so badly. But um, you know, how about them Cowboys? You know, but anyway, we we gonna move on because um. <sighs> You know, I, I want to go to train because you know I am um, I'm having a hard time at train and at train. I'm gonna need your help, man. I'm having a hard time here. You know, and and, and believe it or not, I'll, I'll, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Train, I'm 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 finding it very hard to keep Big Ben out of the four horsemen, bro. I I mean. I watched that game against the Colts, and Ben is the truth, man. Ben is the is the damn truth. I mean, I mean, I you know I get on K Star, we all get on K Star, and this and that, and the eye test. But you know, my eye test told me he's the truth, bro. I mean, the passes that he's able to make. The, the 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 way that he runs that offense, I'm gonna just say this, and then, but train, I want I want your take on this before we bring K Star in. I want to say right now in the AFC right now, I think the Steelers are the most dangerous team in the AFC right now. Absolutely. I would not want to play them. I would not want to play them. I would say in the NFL if it was for the Panthers, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to the Panthers in a minute because I gotta eat a little crow there too. Um, but if it wasn't for the Panthers, I would say in the NFL. Although Seahawks starting to look like they're getting in the form too, so we we may have to touch on them too. But in the AFC, I, they look like world beaters right now. Train, you and I have been in agreement from day one on who the four horsemen is, and I'm slipping right now, bro. Help me. Convince me, because I'm open to be convinced that Ben ain't a four horseman. I am. I'm. I'm ready, because I don't want to have to say that K Star. You're right. I man, good lord, I've been dreading this part. I, that's why I, I had to start off talking about the Cowboys, get myself up and excited here, you know. But train, man, help me out here, Ben. What do you think? Talk to me. Oh. Uh. For my own selfish reasons, I hate to, like, change the horsemen because of the way I picked it and the time that I picked it. Um, I would almost rather just come up with a new group. But if you want to just, um, for the sake of argument, um, consider four horsemen just to be the top four quarterbacks in the league, um, Big Ben is there. And if I had to take somebody out, it would it would likely be Big Ben. Yeah. Just currently, just for this season, I would, I, I would do that. I would have no problem doing that. Yeah, man is playing. He's he, he's playing lights out. But still, there's one team that I'm willing for him to play lights out against, and that will be the rival Cincinnati Bengals. So, mm. to me, I agree with you when you say the Steelers are the most dangerous team. But right now, the thing is, it's still the toughest team to meet in the AFC. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and let me make one more comment, and then I'm going to let K-Star chime in and respond to that. Um, um, and, you know, I always pride myself. I've always said to you guys, 
that or my homerism is going to be my football integrity. And my football integrity means everything to me. And if that means I've got to give credit to the enemy, I'm going to give credit to the enemy. Um, listen, right now, Des Bryant ain't in Antonio Brown's league right now. Now, I know Des was hurt. I'm giving him. I know why he isn't. And I will come back in a few weeks and reclaim Des as who he is because I see, I see him coming back. He looked healthy last night for the first time. But Castle, Lord have mercy, Matt Castle missed him so many times it was sickening. But that's another discussion. Um, but as far as what I saw, man, I, Antonio Brown's in another league right now, man. I, I can't I, – I feel I am humbled because – these two dudes, man, I mean, I get it. He's got Whedon. He's got Bryant. Those guys are good. They're good. But Brown is the truth, man. That's that's him. And then the guy can return punts and get touched. I don't know what the hell that celebration thing was. He needs to cut that crap out. But I'm just – and what is he, 5'10", maybe? Dripping wet. He's standing there next to Ben. Ben looks like Lurch compared to him. He's looking like a midget. And he's doing all that. <laughs> and he ain't 6'3", 220. He's like 5'10", 180. I, I gotta I gotta say right now he's the best in the game right now. Yeah, I just I can't I cannot dispute that anymore. My football integrity. It this hurts. I just want y'all to know that this hurts me. This hurts me. Okay, this isn't easy. This isn't like oh yeah 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 oh yeah you know yeah yeah yeah. No, this hurts because I, I want to come on here and say man Ben ain't shit. That's what I want to do. I want to come on here and say Antonio Brown he all right, but he ain't no Des Bryant. I can't do that. The Steelers look real, man. I, I, you know, I know they got Cincinnati in Cincinnati. I'm going to have a hard time picking Cincinnati in this game. I, Trent, you make a valid point. They got to go in and beat the team that right now is playing about as good as any team in the AFC. You're right. They got to go do it. But, man, I mean, K-Star, I'm going to give you the floor, man. I done ate enough crow. I'm full. You know, I don't, I don't, I, you know, Ben is, Ben is playing, man, like Antonio Brown is killing it. Go ahead, K-Star. What are your thoughts on your Steelers? And, you know, I mean, you got three games back with four to go. Division might be out of the reach. You guys are, based on tiebreakers, right now, not, uh, not uh, in the wild card, but certainly still grasping a wild card. What are your thoughts on your Steelers? First off, let me say before I go into it, um, I appreciate more so than anything else that you are transparent and that, you know, you weren't stubborn. And um, sometimes I can be stubborn, sometimes we all can be stubborn, but uh, I just want to put that out there, uh, first of all, because you're right, football, having, having that integrity um, is it's really honestly the biggest part of the show anyway, at least to me it is, is the fact that we all have that football integrity. We all get carried away from time to time, but um just wanted to put that out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, yes. Oh, welcome to the party, boys. God, I've been waiting. I sent my invites out, you know, a, few, a while ago, and, and you know, I, I, I try to ask you about the RSVP, and I didn't hear anything, and, you know, I got some notes from time to time, but... You know, you guys are all here. We're here. You know, I got some fruit punch. It's all good. You know, it, you know, we'll have a good time. And and right now, as a Steelers fan, I'm having a good time because this is 
you know, this is what we kind of dreamed about in terms of, of the offense coming together. And and Big Ben is playing the best football of his career. Um, you know, since since last season, he's, he's led a league in, in passing yards per game, and he's doing it again this season as far as a yards per game basis. And he just, you know, the offense was, was awesome last year. We, we saw, we had the debates last year about, you know, the trios uh, between Steelers and, and Dallas. Um, but this year, it, you know, it's almost gone to a different level where it just seems like we've, and Ben himself as well has it's matured uh, even more, and he's just playing the best ball of his career. And you know, Train used to say that uh, with the four horsemen, one of the things you always looked for was that offensive synchronicity, and you know, just the cohesion and it, you know, the offense flowing and grooving. And right now, I think that's what we're seeing with the Steelers is that you know this, this offense right now looks like it's the best in the league. And I don't think I'm being a homer when I say that. Um, as far as I got, I got to agree with you. I, I don't, I don't think you're being a homer either. I, I, I honestly think right now, not just statistically, but the eye test. When Ben gets that ball, and I'll let you continue, but I just want to, I just want to co-sign. Like every time he takes that ball and goes back, I'm expecting a big play because he's been that good. You know what I mean? Like I, I have to agree right now. I would I would put your offense ahead of everybody, including the Patriots. Of course, we know they're injured, but you know, including the Bengals, including the Panthers. Your offense right now, to me, I don't know if the statistics back it up, but the eye test, man, nasty. Okay, good. Yeah, and you know, Big Ben is leading the league in yards per attempt by a pretty wide margin. Um, average number nine yards per attempt, and that's closest is in the lower eights and. You know, that's Carson Palmer, who's also playing great ball, but kind of just goes to show you that that deep ball, as you said, you know, when he's when he's dropping back, uh, it seems like great things are, you know, are just popping off. <clears throat> and just bringing it to Antonio Brown a bit, a lot of it, you know, is because of him. I mean, that touchdown we saw in Martavis, uh, you know, these are one-on-ones we're getting, that Ben's getting on the outside, and that's because teams have to pick and choose when to, uh, you know, throw those doubles and take their chances and run those cover ones to try to stop the Steelers on the third down or, you know, those third and second and short situations to, to try and gamble. And uh, whenever they do gamble and double, you know, Brown underneath like they did in that on that play in particular, you know, you have Martavis who, who was in his second season and uh, I believe through 16 career games, I mean, the man has 15 touchdowns. You know, he's he looks like a, an elite talent who's only going to get better and, and you know, is benefiting from Antonio Brown who, who honestly um, – I want to take it a little bit further based off just watching him every week for the last three years. I think he's he's arguably the best player in the NFL. Um, when you factor in his return game uh, skills as well, because he's had five touchdowns the last three years in the punt return game, and he's been doing that as a part-time role. And, you know, the last three years he's led the league in, in receiving um, by a wide margin when you, you know, look at, combine all the uh, receiving yards and receptions and all those type of uh, elements. And just seeing how, again, defensive coordinators have to play him um, where they're having to pick and choose when to, you know, even double double team him and, and really just had a hard time defending him and, and seeing the opportunity he creates for uh, Martin Tavis and, and Marcus Wheaton. Um, yeah, he, he to me right now is the best player in the NFL. Um Again, I don't know if I'm just being too much of a homer when I say that, but he definitely has a case because he's been dominant these last few seasons. And I think like you got a case. Game. I think you got a case. I, 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 I don't know that I'd go to that far, um, but I think you got a case. 
I think it's hard for me to overlook a Tom Brady. It's hard for me, you know, even even with the two losses. I mean, the level that he's been playing at over the last few years is 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 you know, including the fact that they just won a Super Bowl. Um, so I, I think it's hard to you know, um, but I, I think I think you definitely have a case with his versatility, punt returning. Um, the guy catches everything thrown at him. Um, and man, I mean, he's he's and he's a little dude. <laughs> he is, and you know the first touchdown last night uh, or on Sunday night was you know a back shoulder a back shoulder fade in the red zone, and you know he's just a little guy, and he still is like a really good red zone threat. It's kind of just you know it's one of those things you don't really see often at all, right? Like it's one of those things that catches your eye because like wait this you know it's kind of breaking the mold. Like he's so small, he shouldn't be doing those type of things. And you know you referenced uh, Dez as you know this modern day, if we're going to compare, you know, modern players to uh, to previous uh, players, I, I would say if Dez is Michael Irvin, then, I mean, Antonio Brown might just be Jerry Rice, if we're looking at it that way. Um, because, again, these numbers he put up are pretty just silly. And as far as the Bengals... Except Rice was 6'2", but go ahead. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and as far as the Bengals... Um, Yes, you know, obviously they have the best record. Um, but, you know, one thing I will say is, is the Steelers know how to win it at Cincinnati, um, which is obviously, you know, what we're going to be faced with this weekend. Last last season, actually, the Steelers went to Cincinnati and won 42-21. You know, and Ben threw up three touchdowns at 350 yards. And uh, so, you know, to this point to this season, of course, obviously Cincinnati – has put it all together, but I think part of the reason why that it looks the way it does is because you know part part of the reason why teams have great records at this point of the season is because they've managed to stay healthy. And I think that honestly, at this point, the only thing that separates those two teams in terms of the win loss record has been uh, health for a great part of the season. So we'll see what it is this this Sunday. Um, but yeah, I'm very confident in in the Steelers. And I honestly, I didn't think that when Le'Veon Bell went down that the Steelers had a chance to win the AFC, but, you know, they, they just, they do. You know, they, I this feel like they're the kind of game. Cheer. Listen, this is the kind of game because in order to, in order to do any of the things that we're talking about, you guys got to get into the playoffs right now. You're on the outside looking in still got four games to go. So you got plenty of time. You're three games behind the division with four to go. That's going to be tough. But if you lose, since it, they just clinched the division at 11 and two, you go to seven and six. So now you're, the division is done because they've swept you and they're up by three games with three games to go. So the division is over officially, statistically officially. So now you got to get in a wild card. Well, let's see what the jets and the chiefs do because you know, right now you're on the outside looking in at them. And if you lose, this is, this is your season. I'm not going to say you won't get in, but to help, you get in at least as a wild card. Y'all got to get this one because if you lose and and the Jets and the Chiefs are able to pull out a win, now the division is lost and now you know tiebreakers with them. You're on the outside. Now you're also on the outside by a game plus the tiebreakers. So really, it puts you two games behind. So this is a huge game for the Steelers. Like I'm not gonna say it's your season. Because I think that's overused and, 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 you know, it's cliche. Well, your season's on the line. And, you know, wait a minute. 
Got three games to go. I can the season be on the line. But it's going to be huge for you guys to pull this win out, to stay in contention, to get into the tournament, to then do the things that we're talking about. Because what good is it if you don't make it? You know, got the best offense in the NFL sitting right. home in January. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, yeah. not, that's not helping. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Jay, Jay you're quiet over there. You're the only one that hasn't commented on the Steelers. Did we leave anything? Wow. I didn't want to jump in and, and, and interrupt Kesa because everything that he said, I, I cannot disagree. Everything you said prior to, I can't disagree. Antonio Brown is the truth. I, I, I've, I've never doubted it before, but I'll reinforce it now. I mean, there's, there's really the only person that can stop Antonio Brown is the dude in the mirror at this point. I mean, that's just truth be told. When he's hooked up with Big Ben, he's, he's unstoppable. He's got decent – uh, chemistry with Landry Jones, Michael Vick, yeah, not so much. But when he and Big Ben hook up, good grief. Uh, the whole the whole league is on notice when those two get together. So to your comment about the Steelers being the most dangerous team, I agree. Uh, I think uh, it was um, trained saying they still got to go through the Bengals. I agree with that too. But when you're talking about a team that when everything is clicking, that's the one team in the the whole AFC and, and quite frankly, possibly the whole NFL, you really don't want to play. And they've, they've got Angelo Williams. I can't even say he's a, a, a step below what Le'Veon Bell is, maybe, maybe a half a rung down because he's putting up the yards. It's not as flashy, but he's putting up the yardage that needs to be put up. He's getting the job done behind Big Ben. So, and the defense is playing well, too. So they're clicking on all cylinders. Um, they're in a good position. They're dangerous. They just got to put the icing on the cake right now. But there's, there's nothing I could say that hasn't already been said. That's why I've been quiet. Tony Brown is the absolute truth. Yeah. So, K-Star, you, 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 you got our attention, bro. You got the Steelers, K-Star. You know, I don't know where your boy Bryce is. He might make an appearance at some point. Um Right now, you got our attention. I mean, you're getting all the kudos, all the compliments, because you guys earned it. I mean, I watched the game against the Colts, and I I just sat there and shook my head and said, "This is this is just this is this is pathetic. These guys are too damn good on, especially on offense. It was just it was sad. Um, I felt bad for the Colts really because they they just couldn't <laughs> stop. They really couldn't. And Hasselback, yeah. poor guy. I mean, he's doing the best. He is a backup quarterback. Let's not forget. I mean, he was four and zero, but. He's a backup quarterback, but, I mean, he can only do so much. Um, but this Local, weekend, you know. I, I hope the game's on TV, like, locally for me to watch. Um, Pittsburgh and, and – yeah, I, uh, I don't know why they don't flex that game. That's me. It should be the Sunday night game. I'm not sure why they didn't flex that. But I would imagine – I would hope, for everyone's sake, that that's, like, the national televised, like, 1 o'clock game for CBS. <laughs> It should be. I'm looking at the schedule now. Can't see any game I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch that one. Yeah, I mean the Patriots Texans. Like, yeah, that's a cool game, but well, I mean I don't see why people would rather watch that than, than Steelers Bengals. Sometimes they they flesh. They, they, it has to be like a two weeks out, and so they try to they try to look at teams matchups two mm-hmm. weeks out to see where it is. And probably I, I think two also weeks out, it didn't look appealing, but I mean it is. I, I, it, it I is think, a rivalry, so. I think it also might have to be. Um, uh, I think I heard this. I, I haven't uh, validated this, but I think that it also had to be like a four o'clock game, maybe in which they would move up, not a one o'clock. But I could be wrong there. Maybe that's something to do with it as well. 
Yeah, well, there's only, I believe next week, there's only two 4 o'clock games. And one of them is the Cowboys, and I don't remember the other one. Um, uh, Broncos, but, yeah. Raiders. Broncos and who? Uh, Raiders. 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 Yeah. See, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't get it. That, to me, Steelers and Bengals should be a nationally televised game. You know? Um, what do we got? Yeah, that's been that should have been discussed and in, in, in signed till delivered two weeks ago. Yeah. You got two two of the top teams in that division. It's going to be a rivalry game. You know the Bengals are already in first place. You know the Steelers are gunning for them, wanting to avenge the loss from earlier in the season. And I'm looking at the schedule for any games at the AFC that normally are going to be televised on CBS. I don't want to see the, the Titans and the Jets. Sorry, no disrespect out there, but not caring about that one. I'm not interested in seeing the Colts and the Jaguars. Bills and Eagles, man, no thanks. I'd rather see Steelers against the Bengals. Well, right now, I'm looking at my TV guide, and they don't have a game listed for 1 o'clock. They have a game there for CBS, but they don't say who it is. So, I'm, ho- I'm hoping. When you I'm hoping. The, local, the local networks can choose who they who they want to air, unless unless they have a local team in that city. Right. They can well, choose who they want to air. Well, now the the Pat the Patriots, CBS is generally an NAFC network, and the Patriots are playing at night. Um, now what what's the Giants? Who knows? Anybody got the schedule handy? Who the Giants yeah, play the Giants the Monday night? Okay, that's Monday night. Okay, the what? The Jets and the Titans are playing at one. So T and your area up back home. That might be the one. Hopefully not, yeah. but that might be what they're showing yeah, through this region. That's probably that's probably what they're gonna show. But you know, I mean we'll see. Um even though the Jets are the local team, but really the Patriots are the, the C B S chosen team and the Giants are the the Fox affiliates, um, local uh NFC team when they're on, you, you that's what we're gonna get, Patriots or, or Giants. So it's possible but it's more likely than not that the Jets will be on, which would really suck. But it, it hasn't. At least it's not listed yet, so we'll see. I'm gonna hold out hope. Um, now let me, let me let me let me just share this with you guys because you may not know this. Um, I'm not gonna do it, but I may do it next year. Um, NFL Sunday Ticket has an online um, function now. You can you can and you can actually go on right now and order for the rest of the year for I think a hundred bucks or something. But now you can stream all the games. Um, you have options. You can do it on your computer. Um, that's one price if you're just going to use your computer. Um, if you want to use like your tablets and mobile devices, I believe that's another price. And if you want to stream it through like an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever, then that's another price. But now. Uh, you can stream Sunday tickets, so you don't have to go and order Direct TV and get it that way. You can actually order the package and, and stream it oh, that way. Sweet. So, yeah, did Direct TV lose the? Are they losing the? They must have lost the exclusive rights contract or don't want it. I, 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 it. I don't know why, but I was watching the game. I believe I might have been. I think Jay was when you were home, and I was waiting on you and 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 your girl to show up. And I saw a commercial for it, and I pulled up my tablet, and I looked, and there it was. And I believe it started at 100 bucks for the rest of the season, and I think it went up to depending on your package. So check it out. But for everybody out there listening, I mean, depending on, you know, I go to the sports bar, I usually blow 
who knows, 70, 80 bucks between food and drinks and stuff. So, I mean, it, it's it's really a no-brainer if you want to make sure you can see Jurgen. Now, the Cowboys are on almost every week, so we're fortunate. But, like, a week like this, I want to see the Steelers and the Bengals. I ain't going to lie. That's a heck of a game. And um, so I'm saying I'm not going to do it, but then I might come back next Tuesday and say, guess what I did, guys. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll see. But um, all right. Where was I now? Hold on here. All right. Talked about the Steelers. Um, <sighs> I got to eat a little Damn. more. I got to eat a little more crow before before we talk about <laughs> before we talk about <laughs> before we talk we're gonna talk Patriots in a minute we're gonna talk Seahawks and Packers um, in a minute we might even have to dominus ominous and and put the Bears to bed in a minute too um, before we get to all of that <sighs> let me just say this I picked the I picked the Saints to win and they almost pulled it out. Um, like we've said many times, division games, you throw the records out the window. I told y'all Drew Brees was coming to play. He knew the importance of that game, and he stepped up and led that team and almost pulled the upset off. But, you know, almost ain't enough. I I, I, I have to just come out and, again, you know, right now Cam's the MVP of this league right now. I mean, he's the MVP. I mean, Say it again. He is. I know last week I held on to Tom Brady, and, and I, I do believe that Tom Brady should get consideration considering what he has to work with. Um, losing an Edelman, losing a Gronkowski, Amendola was out for a game or two, you know. Um, you know, Yeah, I mean, I still think, and the guy almost came back and beat the uh, Eagles. When I say him, I know he had help, but, I mean, I, I still think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. But what Cam is doing with a Ted Ginn, you know, uh, uh, Jericho Crotchery, um, you know, Greg Olson, who I'm sorry, I, I never considered Greg Olson a top tight end. I don't know why he's getting all his accolades now. He's okay. I don't know why not. Why, why not? What's that? Greg Olson is actually Greg Olson is pretty good. Hell, I was I was a little distraught when we actually traded. He's all right, but I, I mean, it's what is not like it's not like there are it's not like there are a bunch of tight ends out there that are just super good, man. Well, I mean, okay, Gronkowski's on a level on himself, but yeah, after but, Gronkowski, but, but 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 that's my point. Is they're talking about this guy like he's second only to Gronkowski and. I'm like, no, Cam's making him that well, good, if you ask me. Cam is the reason that Ginn is looking better, that Crotchery's got new life, that Olsen is now being considered one of the better tight ends in the Greg, league. He, he, he was – Greg he was Olsen good. was actually making plays before he left Chicago. He was one of Jay Cullen's favorite targets before he left Chicago. But, but Okay, but I'm let's – but, but with all fairness train – what did Chicago do with Greg Olson at tight end? Though I mean, you say he was making yeah, plays, he was, but he know, was he was so underutilized there in the Mike Marsh system. I remember that. Yeah, he was. I agree he with very, that. Very much so. Was. I agree with that. I agree uh, with that. I, that I agree with. Underutilized. So that's my point. Is I haven't seen what I'm seeing now. I've not seen that from Greg Olson. So I've got to look at Cam and say, "Damn," you know. I got to look at Cam and say, "Damn, Cam." You know, I think he has elevated Olsen from a good tight end 
to pretty damn good tight end. I think it's as much Cam as it is Olsen getting more opportunities. He's getting more opportunities because Cam is Cam is is is, is making the plays with him. Cam is is you know when you have a six foot six, two hundred and fifty pound, you know I mean that's that's pretty much LeBron James as a quarterback. Okay. And and he is – I think he's elevating these guys, including Olsen, is my point. I, I, I don't think Olsen was ever considered an elite tight end as he is now. And I think it's because of Cam Newton. Um, so that's my opinion. Um, so I, I have to say unequivocally right now Cam's a league MVP. Um, now let's let's not you know K Star. I know you're over there. You know, just 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 sitting back there gloating, and you know, I knew you know, and the omniscient one is getting taken to school today. Uh, slow your roll, bro. Slow your roll. Um, you know, five years ago you said he was going to the Hall of Fame. Okay, five years later the guy's playing at a Hall of Fame level. But uh, let's <clears> see, let's let's see what happens down the stretch. Let's see what happens over the next few years. But right now he is playing at a very high level. And um, I'm not going to say I'm afraid to play them because I feel like if 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 a team that their defense is is stout, but we just saw a Seahawks, uh, I'm sorry, a Saints team that is you know four and eight almost take them out. Okay. So you can score on that defense. You can get points on that defense. You can get yards on that defense. Okay, so I'm not afraid of them, but I will say that Cam continuously makes plays down the stretch. He has been as clutch as any quarterback in the NFL this year, and um, right now he's MVP. He is, and and the Panthers are right now, as far as complete teams, they're the best team in the NFL right now. Um, I still don't think they're going to go undefeated, and I still don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but right now, I can't deny what they have done at 12 and 0 and finishing off last regular season at 4 and 0, which means they've won 16 straight regular season games. I can't um I can't I can no longer I got nothing left. Every every obstacle and objection that I've had to to note to giving them their just desserts, I got nothing left. They have overcome all of my objections. And they have continued to find ways to win. You know, when Benjamin went down in the preseason there, um, you know, that's a tough, you know, that's that's a that's a top flight receiver. And yet they haven't missed a beat. You know, so I, I will I will. Um, boy, this, this, this is just this is just this is just this is just not my day, but um. I, I will have to give um, credit where credit is due. Um, You're the last holdout. What's that? You're the last holdout because we all had Cam as the uh, MVP. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you guys did. I still, I still, as of last week though, before these games, um, I still felt like Brady was the MVP. I just, and I still think Brady's playing on on a, on a. I still think Brady's playing on a higher level if you take everything into consideration. But I can't overlook the fact that that last game, I can't, I mean, Brady made some mistakes that game, you know, 
throwing in the double coverage and all that. You know, they, there was some errors that Brady made. Now, he came on strong down the stretch and almost almost pulled it out, but um, he didn't pull it out where Cam has pulled yeah. these games out. Um, yeah, and they were down 14 nothing because I saw that game. And I said, ooh-wee, because like you said earlier, we throw the records out the window. And I, too, picked them, and, and you had joined me with that pick. And it's not so much I picked them because – of, of Cam maybe falling down. I just picked them because at some point in time, they got to lose. And I thought this would be a real good time. And, and it, it ended up being last person getting the ball is, is the winner. That's really what it boiled down to. This mm-hmm. is what impressed me about Cam. And, and I saw this in, in the Cowboy game, but I saw it even more so against the Saints. He's reading defenses now like he's never read before. He's He's – being able to look off safeties, he's almost toying with the defenses. Now, granted, the Saints defense is is, is, is definitely no steel curtain. There's no doomsday defense. There's no monsters in the midway. It's none of that mess. We know that. And, and speaking of which, makes me wonder if Rob Bryant really wasn't the um, the cause of that bad defense to begin with, but that's another story. He was toying with that defense. He was looking off safeties, looking off linebackers. He was, he was reading everything. And he's making the throws from over the over the top throws, sidearm throws, you name it. He was doing it. He was delivering the ball however he could, and he was getting it there. And to be able to do that shows the maturation process. He's just having fun, but he's also a damn good player, and he's showing all of his capabilities this year. So I'm I'm extremely impressed. And and I would, if if the season were in today, I'd be very surprised if he's not MVP. Oh, he has to be MVP. Uh, I can't see why he wouldn't. I cannot see he, why he wouldn't. He has to be MVP. Not look like the, so many different things. I mean, so many different ways you can start the argument for Kim, and I just don't see how it can be countered because the team is twelve and zero. There's only one team left with that record. Um, his offensive personnel, like he pointed out, isn't exactly ideal. Deal or frankly starter level material when you watch Ted Ginn drop for every touchdown he catches he drops three. My That's God, need to drop that. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy just drops bombs, man. He just, just dropping bombs over Baghdad like it's just like he's an outcast fan. I don't understand. It's Dude, it's bad. Bomb, and like... yeah, yeah. Um, but seriously, like he he doesn't have much talent. He just has he just has Greg Olson that he's working with and. You know, through through it all, the Panthers' offense is averaging 31.1 points per game, um, which is third in the NFL, and like .2 behind New England, .5 behind Arizona. But again, well and all, the, the the talent that's just not there uh, around Cam, and he he's done it in so many different ways. Um, yeah, it's unconventional. His numbers aren't always be pretty, but he'll, he'll certainly drop five on your chest real quick. You know, he's been dropping five touchdowns a few times this year. Um, you know, if it's a shootout, he can play that. If it's if it's a low-scoring game, if it needs to be grounded out, well, guess what? He's going to even do some of the carrying of the ball and grind it out himself. He's just a different kind of player. And, hey, you know, um, um, hey, K-Star. I got to ask yeah. you a question. I, 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 I have to ask you this because you said – in your little your little um, analogy, your little um, um, analysis, I should say, you kept saying, "But they're twelve and zero. They're twelve and zero and twelve and zero." And I remember not all that long ago the Kansas City Chiefs being nine and zero, and you not having them 
um, as a top team, even though they were they were the last undefeated team at that point, and you were <clears throat> determined. And Train and I were like, but they're you know they're undefeated. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're gonna look. And Train and I were like, but doesn't matter what you think they're going to do. This is where they are now. They're nine and zero, oh, and no one else is nine and zero, oh, so they're number one. And you were like, no, I just I don't believe in them. So what's the so because you believe in the Panthers, the twelve and zero matters. But when you didn't believe in the the Chiefs, the nine and zero didn't matter, or ten and zero, whatever they were. I just I just want some consistency uh, here. I'll give you the consistency. I've been very consistent on Cam Newton for years, for, frankly. Um, but back to your but question. But you keep mentioning the record. That is, is what I'm I'm <laughs> referring to. The record. my point is well, my point well my overall point though is that I mean no matter which take you want, um, you know to to present. You know, our qualifier, I should say, as to what an MVP is or who should be the MVP. I'm simply saying he he has all those checks uh, marked off on those check boxes. Like, there's not any argument really against him at this point. And no, I don't necessarily agree that you know uh, best record in the league, you know, means best team in the league. But I, I will say, if you're going to end the season and do an MVP vote, you know, then it's it's something to absolutely consider because those best teams. Um, are the ones in which, you know, produce those MVP-like players. And Cam Newton certainly is not fraudulent. He's proven it time and time again this season. Um, so that's kind of what I would say to that. And, you know, he's he's putting it all together. And he just looks to be on a different level um, like we've never seen him before. And I'm very, very proud of Cam. Very proud of Cam. Well, I well you, didn't answer, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't answer my question, but that's okay. I, but the I other did. thing I would I did. say – the other thing I will say is you are you are now saying he's putting it together like he's never done before, but yet you have been on his bandwagon from day one, even when he yeah, wasn't playing as well. Well, he wasn't doing it. He came into the league, he produced one of the best rookie seasons you'll ever see, ever. Yeah. He had over 4,000 yards, he had over 30 touchdowns, he, and I said it then. And the only difference was, yeah, they didn't have a great record, but you could see the talent in him. You could see the potential and you know he didn't have it all together then because he was a rookie. And but you could see the 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 ceiling, like I said before, you know the potential. It, it just it was insurmountable that he had no ceiling, and he really still doesn't. I mean, wonder what he's going to do when he actually has playmakers around everybody, him. Everybody, um, everybody has a ceiling. Let's 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 bring it back down to earth here. Everybody has a ceiling. Everybody, everybody's going to hit. You know, my 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 point is is that I I I want to be clear that. He wasn't playing at this level two years ago, yet you were still saying the things you're saying now about him then. And I was teasing you consistently because he wasn't doing what he's doing now, and I kept giving you a hard time. Guys, am I wrong? I was giving you a hard time about the guy going to the Hall of Fame and what happened to Cam Newton, and I thought he was going to the Hall of Fame. So let's not act like, I mean, he has escalated his game, frankly, since his car accident. That, that's really when he turned up another notch, and since then he's been playing on another level. But prior to that, um, he really wasn't consistently playing on the level he's playing at now. And yet you were still you this, were still touting camp. This is the natural, yeah, because it's the natural trajectory of his career. I mean, he's going to get better. He he just has to. And yeah, the the car wreck. I mean, sure, uh, maybe that you know changed uh, perspectives for him, and, and so on and so forth. But he was a guy in which we saw that he had enormous amount of potential and it was about maturation and being a better teammate, being a better leader, and, and yeah, making no one, those reads. No, 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 no one knew that was 
Nobody, listen, listen, let's not recreate history. We didn't know that that's where he was going to go. As a matter of fact, on this very show, we questioned his leadership. We ca- we questioned his post-game interviews and the things that he would say, the fact that he would hold his head down with the towel hanging over his head. Nobody knew that he was going to mature and turn into the player that he is right. And, even, and I still question that mm-hmm. now. I still think there's a little bit of arrogance that may bite him in the butt at some point, but I, let's wait and see because he is playing. He is playing lights out, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer that opinion for now. But two years ago, on this very show, we called. I called him out, and Train agreed and said, "Yeah, I, I see a problem here. I see an issue with how this guy is leading this team. The lack of leadership. I told you, K Star, that." You know, I don't like what I'm seeing from this guy. He's his body language on the sideline when they're losing. That's unacceptable for a guy that's supposed to be a franchise quarterback. You know, uh, and we had these very conversations. So let and, us, I, well, I just want to be clear that yeah, we've had those conversations. What was my response to those conversations? Let him, but sure, let him get older. Let him get he's so no, young. That so, was going to happen because not every quarterback matures. Oh. Not every quarterback. That that doesn't happen. That there's no given that that's going to happen. He, I still think it was the car accident. Period. I think had the car accident not happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I think the car accident woke him up. I said it last year. I said the best thing that could have happened to him was almost losing his football career in that car accident because I think he realized how precious this game is. That he's he is he gets to play a game for a living and make millions of dollars. He's living the dream, and he was taking it for granted. But before that, he was a little whiny little, I'm just doing the plays that are called. You know, I'm just doing what I'm told. Almost looking like he was depressed. And after the car accident, and I said it last year. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm not recreating things. I'm telling it like it is. Last year, well, I said You're recreating. You're, you're speculating on what's really causing it. I, but it's not a speculation when you see a guy before something, and he's a certain way. And then he's after great. he's completely different. He was a, speculation. He was, Cam, Newton, Cam Newton was always a good player, though. Cam Newton was just a guy who had some maturity issues. Cam Newton was a guy who still had to put it all together. So we're seeing him now put it all together. You think the car accident? Right, I don't think that at all. Right, I think that this is train, him developing help. as a player. Did I or did I not? I'm going to go to Train because train, train, train will tell it like this. Did I or did I not come on this show last year and say – No, I think you didn't. Well, then don't tell me I'm recreating history. I called it out last season. When it happened, I came and said, holy cow. Yeah, but you're attributing his success. You're attributing his success to a car accident. I just don't. Yeah, right. No, I'm 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 attributing his evolution to being a better leader and ultimately a better player to the car accident and him realizing that tomorrow isn't promised and he matured because of that car accident. And now we're seeing the best of Cam Newton. Before that car accident, he was the same guy. He was not playing at this level. That's not speculation. That is a fact. Go look it up. Go look at his stats before the accident and look at his stats when he came back. Watch his interviews before the accident. Watch his interviews after. Completely different guys. He's still doing things that make you question his. Now now it's cockiness and arrogance that I'm. Now it's different. It's different no, now. That's it's, why I don't think. That's why I don't think it has anything to do with the car accident because he still is who he is. The only difference is he's a better player because he has he has matured as a football player, as a quarterback. 
and, okay, well, we could agree, except you didn't say this last year when I brought it up, so this is why I don't understand. <laughs> last year, no, last year I said that. I, no, I never year, agreed with this ever. You actually agreed and said, yeah, I think he's a different guy. You actually agreed. You actually co-signed it last year. Listen, now you're saying, well, listen, I, I've been saying it since day one, since Cam first came to this league. The day that, listen, Cam Newton, by the way, looking at this, he's the first rookie court to throw for 400 yards in his first game in the NFL. So he came on a league on fire. He's a good rookie year. I now, know that. He had a good rookie year. Okay. So, yeah, and, and he's won two division titles already. I mean, this isn't his first time going to the radio. This is the first time playing okay. at MVP. Can I, ask you, can I ask you a question? Did he not have leadership issues before the car accident with the Panthers that we discussed many times on the Madden Voice? I'm starting to wonder if it really was leadership issues. Because oh, he doesn't feel like a different leader. Hold on, hold on. I'm talking about on the field. I'm talking about on the field. I'm talking about on the football field. No, I'm asking a question. You can't go back and change what already happened. My question is very clear. Either it happened or it didn't. My question is, did he not have leadership issues that we discussed right here on the Madden Voice? Yes. There was speculation that he's a good leader or not because of... His body language and his oh, community. We've had these discussions. We, no, we've had these discussions. It was what we, K-Star, it is what we saw. You agree. I don't understand why you're changing your story. This is what because we saw. Because I don't, I don't buy what you're saying. Because here's the thing. You're taking uh, – hold on. What you're, you're basically saying that Cam Newton is, is now finally hitting this level on as a player because of this car accident, which is not ever what I ever had said or, or suggested whatsoever. I think it's him maturing just as a football player in the field. What I, what I don't understand, and, and this is just this just goes outside of football, um, no matter how much talent you have and whatever you do, you can take your own talent for granted. I think the only point T is making, he never doubted Cam Newton's talent at the position. No, he wasn't one to throw him in the Hall of Fame like you would just off his, what he did in his rookie year, but he never really doubted the guy's talent. I think what he's simply saying is, Sometimes you you get you, something happens to you to make you realize like I need to take advantage of what's in front of me, and I think that's all he's realizing now. And you can see it transpire on the field versus what you saw prior to the accident. You saw a guy who wasn't completely being a leader on and off the field. You didn't see that. That's true. We all saw. We saw the interviews. Off the field. Everything. So it was on. It was and off the field. It wasn't just off the field. It was on and off the field. When you when you make a bad play and you over there with a towel over your head instead of looking at looking at film to try to find out or looking at photos to try to find out, hey, what I, what do I need to need to fix for the next time out because they, they it's you, you need to be you need to prepping yourself the whole entire game. We know that defenses, offenses changes from first quarter to the fourth quarter, but that's not what he was doing. And then he, you can even see it in his interviews. So what he what he is stating is truly fact. But in anything that you do, you can get to a point where you realize you need to take advantage of what's in front of you when something dramatic or whatever happens to you. He's not taking away from his talent or or his potential. Cam Newton just wasn't tapping into it. And, and what disturbs me, what disturbs me is 
All I'm doing is saying this is what we talked about last year, and now you're acting like we didn't have this conversation. We had no, this exact I conversation. About. I just don't think that's why he's playing the way he's playing. That's all. I just disagree with the narrative that this is why he's playing the way he's playing. I, I, don't, I don't know. Let me put it to you this way. If, if, if he was playing this way before, I get you. And I mean consistently like he has since the accident. We, I mean, I don't under, I don't see how anyone who's watched football can dispute that this is a different guy since the accident. He doesn't hang his head on the sidelines. His interviews, for the most part, are much more better, much more Peyton Manning esque, if you will, about the team, and we're trying to get better. He's saying the right things. He's not looking lethargic, not looking like he doesn't care. He, you know, he just looks. And has looked for the last year like a different quarterback. And and my what I'm saying is, Train hit it right on that. I never, ever, ever doubted his talent. Never. I watched him in college too. Phenom. But yeah, he won. He won a national championship game with yeah, that same I, I saw the leadership. Game. Apparently. I, I, well, in college, it's a little bit different than the NFL. We're just gonna take and choose narratives. I get it. Yeah, but my my point is is that he he was not on the track of getting there, and I don't I'm not going to assume he would have gotten there. I don't know what would have happened had this accident not happened. I don't know. Maybe he'd still be playing at this level. Maybe not. We'll never know. But we do know what happened after the accident is my point. And it was right after when he got back. He missed a couple of games, one or two, and then he got back on the field. And he just and we talked. This is what I'm saying. We talked about this. I I was shocked. I'm like, who is this guy? He's smiling. He's laughing. I'm like, four weeks ago he's sitting there with a towel on his head, sitting on the sidelines. Now he's over there bopping around. Oh, I said, and I came on the show and I said, who who is Cam Newton, guys? Because he looks like, you know, someone who is pure, truly thankful to be alive, truly thankful to still be playing football. And I think once that happened. I think now we've seen him hit. Maybe he's not at his potential yet. I agree that he, you know, he, he could probably still get better, but he's 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 on a very high level. And that's my point. Is it, it was to me? It's I can't see how anyone can dispute that he changed his whole how he views the game based on the fact that he could have lost his life in that car accident. And I think he came out. It, it seems more engaged. I think I think the word there's, there's a couple words. One, engaged is, is what comes to mind. He seems more engaged. Uh, the other thing that comes to mind, and Train was hitting on it, sounds like a wake up call. That's yes. really what happened. A wake up call. Yes. And and I agree also. I agree also. We talked about this last year, and and a little surprised too. But when when you have something catastrophic happen, and you kind of had that snap out of it moment. This is what you see, and and no one's doubting his ability. Let me let me also piggyback and co-sign and sign off on that. It's it's not his physical ability anybody questioned. It was his mental makeup, the the maturation process, and I think having that accident, uh, caused that maturation process to to speed up a bit. Because prior to that, we're expecting him to be the face of a franchise, get up in front of a microphone. You look the same way you do as you win as you do when you lose. Peyton Manning does that well. Tom Brady does that well. When you throw a pick, you don't go to the sidelines, put the towel over your head, or go off in the corner. You're the only one sitting on the bench. No, 
You're looking at pictures. You're talking to your offensive coordinator. You're talking to your receivers. Why didn't you take? Them? Why didn't you go this way and not go that way? That's what you're doing. When he was over on the sidelines and he was blowing them out and he's taking pictures and whatnot, I didn't care for that. I thought he should be looking at more film and, and seeing what pictures he needs to look at so he can figure out how he can get better because every time he's on the sidelines, a chance to get better. But this is the new can that we're seeing that prior to the accident, <clears throat> in general terms, we didn't see this on a consistent basis. After the accident, we're seeing this type of Cam Newton on a consistent basis. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't know. He's and, and, I, I just think a lot of that's to do with his age, too. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree that – this is what I'll say. I, I, I agree that it is probable, it is likely that he puts more time into it than he uh, possibly did prior to that because he reassessed his life after something like that happened. That makes sense. I think we all would, um, hopefully in that situation. Um, but I, I don't, the only problem I have with it is just the fact that I, I think his age, he also is, is maturing in general as a player. And maybe, I, I don't remember hearing any reports, I guess, from teammates, you know, the previous few seasons saying, you know, he's a guy that didn't spend enough time. I just remember any reports being put out there. So I, I think a lot of it, what we did was, you know, we, we we speculated some too. Like, yeah, we saw him with a towel over his his head. Other than me, he wasn't, you know, being a a a leader in the in you know the film room sessions and, and putting in the work still. Because we didn't. No, hear I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he wasn't putting in the work. What I'm saying is he wasn't being a leader. That's not what a leader does when you're the face of a franchise and your team is down. You don't go sit on the sideline on a bench and put a towel on your head and be by yourself. That's not what you do as the face of the franchise. And we saw him do that. You don't go into a post-game interview looking lethargic, almost like you're on antidepressants and saying, I just run the plays that are called. That's a direct quote of things that he would say in the interviews. I called him out numerous times on this show and said, that's not what you do when you lead, when you're the leader of a team. What is wrong with this guy? I was disappointed in him. One, as a number one draft pick. Two, as an African-American quarterback. Three, as a guy who, as a college player, was anything but that. You know, was was the leader, was the emotional leader, was the, you know, things were – now, that's what we saw at Auburn. So I'm seeing something completely different. I was totally disappointed in him on many different levels and called him out repeatedly on that, on this very show. But after the accident – I saw a different oh. guy. I started seeing oh. a guy, the same guy from college. I started seeing a guy smiling, happy, and it just looked like, wow. And I said it last year. Okay. But I said, let's wait and see. Well, a year later, he's still uh, maybe a little more arrogant than I think he should be. I still, I'm still concerned about it going to his head, all his success going to his head. I'm still concerned about that. And I want to see when adversity hits. And, yeah, you know, actually, if they get good. Yes. Well, I want to uh, see what happens. They get into the playoffs yeah. and lose, and they're out, and they're done. That's for the why year. I think is the biggest. That, that's what I'm going to say. I think, I, I think the biggest difference though is, is I want to point this out is he's been winning since the car accident. Now I don't think it's the car accident, but you guys still may see. I mean, I, I don't know. We won't see that again. I can't say that he won't have a towel over his head and the camera will catch that. You know, if he throws an interception or they're losing the game because he really hasn't lost much since then. He's lost maybe one game since the accident. And you're talking about Auburn. Well, he didn't lose one game as a starter in Auburn. So I think this is more 
um, you know, his attitude or demeanor has a lot to do with the fact that they're just winning games. Um, and, I, and, I, I, just, I, and I think it's the other way around. I think the fact that he changed his attitude has led to him being a, a better leader, and ultimately he is back on that level of play comparable to when he was in college. And I don't mean he's playing, obviously he's playing at a higher level now than he was then, but if you compare where was he echelon in college, he was at the top. Now where is he echelon in the NFL? He's near the top. And, and, and what I'm saying is I, it's attitude. You know, the mind, your body follows your mind. I don't give a damn how good of an athlete you are. If your mind ain't right, you ain't, you're limited. And I think his mind got right. Maybe he was putting too much pressure on himself. I, mean, I don't I'm not going to get in that deep and try to psychoanalyze what was going on, but he seemed to get more relaxed, more comfortable, get back to having fun. He was smiling and he wasn't, he was being a better leader. And I think, and I said it last year, that that has led to him being a better quarterback. He can go out there, make a mistake, and, and okay, guys, hey, yep, yep, that one's on me. We're going to come back. And, you know, he can do the things we see Tom Brady doing and all these other guys. We've seen that for the last year. And I think that's a lot of the reason why they're so successful. And my, my fear for Mr. Newton is what happens when they face adversity. What happens? Will he still maintain that same level of maturity, or will he uh, will he backslide? Will he forget what has happened over the last year? That's what that's what we have to wait and see. When they lose a big game, or or he throws two pick sixes or something, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to happen because every quarterback faces adversity. We saw it this weekend with Tom Brady. Okay, we've seen it with Aaron Rodgers this year. Aaron Rodgers went from MVP candidate to, yeah, okay, just another quarterback. Um, Every quarterback faces adversity. Peyton Manning now looks, you know, I mean, hopefully he can get back on the field this year. And, um, you know, and and, and, I mean, if he even has a job because Brock's looking like, no, it's my job. So let's see what happens. But, you know, every quarterback's going to face it. And I want to see how Cam handles it when he faces it. Um, but, but I started all of this and I just, I had to mention it because of some of the things you said, K-Star, but I do have to admit right now he's the MVP of the league. I I can't, there's I can't hold out on Brady anymore. Brady still should get some consideration, but Cam's the MVP. There's, there's no doubt about it. And as far as complete teams go, Panthers are it. Um, I still don't have them as NFC Super Bowl pick. Sorry. I just don't, but. They're legit. They're the real deal. They're gonna. They're definitely gonna make this a very interesting NFC um, playoff uh, tournament. Definitely. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's see what time we got here. Okay. Let's bring on. Um, you know, he always calls in after we talk about the Steelers. You know, Bryce from Brooklyn. Welcome to the Mad Voice. You know, you need to call in a little sooner because we don't already talked about your Steelers. We don't spend about twenty minutes on your Steelers. And now you call in, and we done, we done moved on to other things, man. You got to call in sooner. We get on the air at 9 o'clock. You call in at 1030. Well, so, well uh, as, first of all, what's good, fellas? Um, as K-Star has already said, as K-Star has already said, I think the second week, we always got time to focus on who sets the standard. That would be us, so we can do that. Um, not in 76, you don't. 
<laughs> you know, I just go by what my stiller brother has already said. I just repeat what he said. So I, I don't. I, let's let's not get carried away. We're not. We're not. You guys are, are are. We just talked about the fact that if you lose on Sunday, you're in trouble. Um, and don't say you're not going to lose because you said that last time when he played the Bengals and lost. So, um, and that was in Pittsburgh, well, and now you're. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, this well, is a yeah, big I mean, game. This is a huge game for you guys. Oh, I've been waiting on this game. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I pitched yes. us to get the win in Pittsburgh. Obviously, we didn't get it done. Um, but, oh, I've been waiting for this. As I said after the Cincinnati game, um, the first one, I said I'm looking forward to going to Cincinnati. And now now it's here, Bengal week. Um, I, or, as we would affectionately say with our AFC North rivals, it's Bungle week. But we won't do that for this show because we don't want to get anywhere. We already ahead. did. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have the power to get me mad I just call you out on it I ain't mad about it You can call them whatever you want I just call it out and say Ain't no need for it But um, um, you know Especially knowing that they already beat you once They're three games ahead of you in the division You're on the outside of the um, AFC playoff picture Looking in right now You, 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 you know there, there's not, there, you can't, There's nothing for you to beat your chest about right now I mean as sad as it is my Cowboys are in a better position than your Steelers right now. We're um, one game out as, of division. As, division. As my Steeler brothers already already said, why we even since we're talking Steelers, why bring them up when they're irrelevant? We How can are talk they not about you know, the if Steelers. Three, wait, 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 wait. If you're three games out of the division and on the outside of the wild card game, we're one game out of the division. Just beat mm-hmm. the, the team that was leading the division. Just beat them in their stadium last night. The Redskins were mm-hmm. leading the – actually, technically still are leading the division based on tiebreakers. Just beat them in their stadium last night with our backup quarterback. Now we're one game out. How are we not relevant? What are you talking about? Um, fantasy um, league. Well, it's still relevant. I, call it whatever you uh, want. We are one game out of b- winning the division. How are we not relevant? I don't care what the record is. It's still – did, what was the Panthers' record last year when they won the division? Hey man, that's Cam Newton, man. Don't no. Still don't seven, eight, and one, wasn't it? Seven, eight, and yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. the Seahawks? But, but, team is, but this. What about the Seahawks? But the when they won the division. Is, they, but the, but what the were their is, In terms of Cam last year, the Cowboys are not nearly as good as a, of a team. Okay, that's your opinion. I mean, I, I mean, we have a backup. We, like we, we have a backup quarterback leading the team right now. So, of course, we're not as good as the Panthers were last year because they had their starting quarterback. So that's really not relevant. The point that I'm making is you can't, you know, and and Bryce, what you missed earlier was we had to talk about football integrity. Football integrity to Mm -hmm. me comes is over homerism. You want to be a homer and a cowboy hater, then say whatever you want. You mean like you're you're being right now a homer? How am I being a homer? I'm stating facts. You're not actually being a homer. You're actually stating the truth. Well, Cowboys, well, actually, Cowboys, well, Cowboys, well, okay. they still are open to winning their division. What have the I not Steelers said? Are in, they, are in a, they are in a worse position for the simple fact that this game could literally send them on a down spiral to not making the playoffs if they don't win this game. That's that is a fact. How's that a whole well, that's a Well, let's look at – okay, so let's look at just a couple things. One – Actually, when when we tried to bring this up a few weeks ago, I know K-Star, I don't know if you remember, 
Um, we tried to bring this up when we were talking about the Steelers, that, you know, they've had some injuries, boom, boom, boom. And Train said, oh, no, we don't talk about our injuries. So that's what he said. So why are we bringing up injuries with the Cowboys? I'm not bringing up injuries. Hold on. But you just did. I responded to your statement of the Cowboys are not as good as the Panthers were last year. No, because our backup quarterback is leading the team. So, no, we're not. But it is the talent of the team is irrelevant to the statement of they are one game out of the division lead. That is a fact. You are three well, games out of division lead. Well, and listen, here it is. Here, here's what it is. Okay, listen, this is what he's talking about. He's framing wait, wait, wait. it okay, in a way. He's framing it in a way where he's talking yeah, about division relative. We're talking about Super like Bowl not. contenders here, bro. We're talking about Super Bowl contenders here. Listen, guy, why you need to speak for him? Let him speak for himself. <laughs> I mean, but, but, but as I do, I, I always try to go ahead and, and be well-rounded and bring it up in just like he just said. I mean, the Steelers are, are, are legitimate contenders. The Cowboys are not. Tournament. Wait, wait. You have to – first of all, let's talk facts here. No one can be a contender if they don't make the playoffs. You mean your interpretation of the facts. No. I'm, tell me one thing that I've said that wasn't a fact. I'm listening. Okay. Everybody, be quiet. Tell me one thing that I've said in the last five minutes that wasn't a fact. I'm well, listening. the fact that the, the fact that if we lose, we're in danger of missing the playoffs. When we actually could mm. lose one more game, and at okay. ten and six in the AFC, ten and six will probably get you in. With, okay, with the so wild let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. It's how I said that. Okay, because you are on the outside of the playoff hunt right now because of Kansas City right. and the Jets. So right now, based on tiebreakers, they are ahead of you right now. Okay, right, with four games now to go. you lose, you go to seven and six. The division is lost, so all you have is wild card. So you're already right. one game down because tiebreakers. So that means you're one game behind because of tiebreakers. What happens if you lose and they win? We don't know yet, but what happens if they win? Now you're two games down with three to go. You're in trouble. That's all. I'm not saying I'm not saying it ain't going to happen. I'm stating the reality of the importance of this game. This game is huge. Maybe not for the division. The division may be too far gone. It's just going to be hard when you're three games down with four to go. That's going to be hard. But for a wild card, you guys need this win to get to eight and five and keep up with the Jets and the Chiefs. The Chiefs have won, in case you haven't been paying attention, five in a row. Well, I I have, and of course we, of course we need to get the win. Of course we want to get the win. But the reason why it's relevant for us is because this team get on a roll and it's got a chance to actually be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. The Cowboys have no chance of that. That's why they're relevant. And that's their opinion. That's wait, 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 wait. So, so in front of this group, you think the Cowboys have a legitimate chance to get on the roll and win a Super Bowl? Well, let me, let me, let me. First of all, yes, and let me explain oh, to you why. Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> I have I no more to say. I, you, I don't need yours. To question. Do I get the answer to the question, or are you going to keep course. talking? Of course, of okay, course. I'm dying to hear this. Did you see the defense play last night? I don't know if you watched the game or if you just, you know. I did. Your it. best player on defense is from Pittsburgh. Can you celebrate that? I don't really care where he's from. He doesn't play for the Steelers. He <laughs> plays for the Cowboys. But anyway, um, did you not see the defense play a, a very strong, very solid game? We've seen teams with solid defenses mm-hmm. and quarterbacks that were marginal still do well. We've seen the Ravens do it with Dilfer. We've seen the Giants do it twice with uh, Eli Manning. So 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. to say that the Cowboys can't get on a roll with Castle, who is an experienced quarterback, who is getting comfortable in the system, Dez is finally getting healthy. And, oh, by the way, Tony Romo is not on injured reserve. Just in case the Cowboys do make the playoffs, Romo might be able to play in the playoffs, just, just, just so you know. They're keeping him off injured reserve just in case. So for you, know, you to sit and, and say, we've got no chance, you've got no chance, come on, man. We've seen. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, K-Star, is that we're homers, but but commission never drinks, never eats at the Jerry Jones dinner table. Boy, he can serve it up. He he'll tell I, Cowboy I, I, fans that it's liquid doo doo, and they'll think it's and they'll think it's red wine, and right? they'll eat it up. Right? But we're homers. Hey, right? It is hey, hilarious. Go ahead, right? I'm asking you again. Instead of all this wasted words, tell me one thing that I'm saying that isn't true. If you're going to debate me, bring facts. Don't bring all this crazy rhetoric because you're making no sense. I am stating facts. You are saying, well, it's not true without anything to substantiate it. Tell me one thing that that wasn't true. Sure, no problem. What has Matt Castle done that has you think as a fact he could go on a roll and get you to a Super Bowl? What has he done? He just beat the – well, I didn't say he could bring us to a Super Bowl. What I said – what I said was (laughs) put the team – you know, I'm losing my patience because you keep interrupting me. You ask me I'm questions. I'm not interrupting you. I'm you answering go right you. ahead. You're making the point. I'm that not means, interrupting. That means you have to let me respond. What you said was the Cowboys, the team, go on a roll. I said, absolutely, it's possible. And I stated why. I stated why. And I also ended my statement okay. with Tony Romo is not on injured reserve. So Tony Romo could be back for a potential playoff run if the team makes the playoffs. So what does that have to do with Matt Castle taking the team to the Super Bowl? That's not what I said. Well, because, A, you did bring up Matt Castle being able to sustain them, and so that would be four games, and then Tony Mm -hmm. Romo would have to come back for the playoffs. Now Mm -hmm. we can shift that same thing and say, what has Tony Romo done to make you think he could get you to the Super Bowl? Because you said Super Bowl. What what are you basing that on? Well, okay, but Cam Newton hasn't been to a Super Bowl either. I mean, most of the quarterbacks in the NFL haven't been to a Super Bowl. Tony Romo, if you don't think Tony Romo can lead this team based on what he's done the last year and a half to the Super Bowl, I don't know where you've been. No, I have, I, have, I have like 10 years to look at what he's done. Okay, but I'm looking at what he's been doing over the last two years, recent history. If you want to go well, back that's seven good for you. That's, years, that's one that's year. I've got nine years of that. Okay. Well, that's you. I'm he hasn't at proven anything. Well, he doesn't have to prove it to you. Last year, we were a catch-away from going to the conference championship game. Am I wrong? Oh, one year. Good job. But what happened this year? Well, he's been hurt this year. Oh, I'm sorry. That doesn't matter to you because he should still be out there. Well, no, no, no. According to Train, we don't use our injuries as any excuse. I need you to stop putting putting words in my mouth. Train, you did say that. I said injuries are not – I said injuries are part of the game. So people don't use it. So you are your coaches and you are your players not using it as an excuse for their team to win. No, that's not not what you're saying. That's not what you're saying. You're actually bashing bashing a quarterback based off past, I mean way past, not even current, not even as of last year. You're just bashing the quarterback just because you felt like Dallas. Oh, that's what you're doing. Okay, so so none of this, none of what I've said has any validity. Like like the past ten to fifteen so, years haven't told us any information about this stuff. Okay, you don't need well, the past ten to fifteen years. He makes the, Hold on, he makes the dinner and they eat it. 
This is why I tell you you're right. You're just saying it a little differently. Um, I don't think the Cowboys really have a good chance at all or, or really a functional chance at, at making the Super Bowl if Romo comes back because I don't think he will be fully healthy. And we saw him when he last was on the field, and, you know, the Panthers' defense had a way with him. And that's likely who they would probably need to see at some point in the playoffs is the Panthers' defense uh, or defense like that. So I think there's questions with if Romo can be effective this season because of his injuries he sustained. Because <clears throat> I don't think that Romo for this season is of Romo of last season where he was healthy um, based off what we And how seen. was he last season, K-Star? It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Still, um, still didn't make it to a Super Bowl, though. <clears throat> okay. But, I mean, he, you know. Well, he didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but the team was playing at a high level, won the division, went to the divisional round, a catch away from getting to the conference championship. That's the reality. To bash Romo this year because he was hurt is insane. He was hurt. Two broken collars. But I'm not. But you did. I'm not you bashing said, Romo for what what done this hurt. year. I'm saying based exactly on what we what said on the Madden voice, that we don't use our injuries for our teams as an excuse. So it's not we an shouldn't bring up the, the next person got to step up. You're, you're, first of all, now you're misquoting me. What I said was you asked about Tony Romo specifically. What has Romo done? I said, well, this year he's been hurt. You said, well, we don't use injuries as an excuse. Well, if he's not on the field, he can't do anything, can he? It's not an excuse. It's a fact. He wasn't on the field because he broke his collarbone twice. So I don't know what he would have done had he been healthy for 12 games because he hasn't been. So he either would have been great, average, or shitty. We don't know because he was hurt. That is a fact. My point is Castle won last night. We got four games to go. Can Castle run the table? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Can Castle lead us to a Super Bowl? I don't feel good about Castle leading us to a Super Bowl. I don't. I feel better about Romo coming in, in the playoffs, healthy, hopefully, and and trying to take this team, if the team makes it to the playoffs. That is why they didn't put him on injury reserve. Said, you know what? You know, they counted the weeks, and they said, well, six weeks brings us right to the wild card round. You would be healthy to play by then. Let's wait and see. Let's okay. wait and see. So I mean, you know, it's, it's nine, ten to fifteen years of that eye test, but let's throw that out the window because of last year. Okay, cool. Oh, we'll see. Well, well, you know, John Elway, John Elway at thirty-seven won his first Super Bowl. So what do you want me to tell you? Oh, I mean, oh man, now it's John Elway. Okay, it's a fact, <laughs> right? Like talking facts or just rhetoric? That is a fact. He won a Super Bowl at 37 and 38. Yes, Kamish, but he also went to how many Super Bowls before that? That's how many fact. Super Bowls did John Elway go to before that, though? There was history of consistent play. The Cowboys don't have that, so these comparisons, they don't make any sense. <laughs> they make no sense. Tony Romo has not been consistent like that. You know what I could consistently probably say? Even if he was healthy, the eye test in years tell me he w- we would have been right in the same place. Yeah, he'd put up some good numbers. He can play, but he wouldn't have got it done. That's what the eye test would have told that's me. I would have leaned on that. That's what we your got all this experience, is. yet we want to throw your it out the window is. because Jerry I, makes the dinner and Cowboy fans eat it up. doesn't matter okay, what Bryce, he says, they will Bryce, eat it up. Right. I'm going to ask you one more time, and then you and I are going to be done. 
I don't appreciate you denigrating my comments by saying I'm just a Cowboy fan. I host a very popular, very well-known radio show, and my football integrity comes first. I am loyal to the Cowboys, but I also know football. If you want to disagree with me, that is your right. You can disagree with me all I want. Okay. But don't ever come on my show and denigrate my comments and just say I'm a Cowboy fan. If anybody of the five of us is a homer that is blind, that would be you, sir, not me. <laughs> so I, why is it okay to call me a homer but not say you're eating the dinner? I, because what, okay. I am say, what I am saying to you is backed by facts. You are choosing to twist reality and go back 10 years like players don't mature and evolve. We just had a 10-minute conversation on Cam Newton maturing and evolving. Players mature and evolve. And the Romo I saw last year was an MVP candidate and a much different Romo than we've seen in previous years. You can deny it. You can ignore it. You can choose to act like that year didn't happen happen or you could say what you just said well it was only one year okay but it was a year a that had no it, it was a year that had me when you asked the question about Romo I said well last year it was a different you didn't listen to the show last year so you didn't hear what I said about it last year I said it all last year I said this is a different Tony Romo this is not the same guy who's been quarterback in the team previously. See, I follow my team. I listen to all the interviews. I read all the articles. I talk to people. I talk to insiders. So when I come at you, I come at you with well-informed positions. And one mm -hmm. thing that I learned about Tony Romo is he realized that he was trying to do too much too quickly, and it was forcing mm -hmm. him into mistakes, and he developed a different style of attacking teams. And last year, it was effective. It was effective. Okay, and this year I believe I'll never know because he was hurt. But he started off two and zero, and as a starter this year he was three and one. Okay, right, and that's so, and that's what you got for this year, and I got fifteen years. So have your but, year. I'll take my fifteen. Well, he hasn't been playing for fifteen, so I don't know where you're getting fifteen from. And again, if well, you I've, understand, well, I've football, got fifteen years I'm of playoffs, but you don't years. understand as much football as you think you do because players evolve. So if you want to go back two, three, four years and ignore the most recent data, that's fine. That's your choice because that's haterade. But the fact remains okay. is that in 2014, it's not, but okay. he played 15 out of 16 games, he was an MVP candidate, second only to Aaron Rodgers. That's a fact. So when you ask me what has Tony Romo done where I feel confident, that's what he's done. He went out and showed me a new player last year, and he started to show it to me this year by going 3-1 and one as a starter, which is 75% of your, your, your wins, by the way. Okay, mm -hmm. So that means if you prorate that out right now, we don't know, but 8-4 right. and four maybe with Tony as a starter. Did we not lose seven straight games? And out of those seven, six of those games, the Cowboys had the lead in the fourth quarter and couldn't, and couldn't close the deal. Do you think if Tony's leading that team, we might get four or five of those wins? We'll never know, but I don't think that's a stretch. So it's a different team with Tony Romo. It's a better team with Tony Romo. He performed at a very high level last year. doesn't matter what he did the year before. That was then. Last year he performed at a high level. This year he was playing at a high level. 69% of his passes completed this year. This year. Unfortunately, he got hurt. So what I'm giving you, sir, are facts that lead me to believe that Romo has what it takes right now when healthy to lead this team to the promised land. That's what I've been okay. 
That's a different discussion. I cannot sit here and say in any comfort that Castle can take this team to the Super Bowl. No. I think he might be able to get them to the playoffs, and that's a stretch. That's right. a stretch. But I believe, and I'm saying based on what based on what I've seen, Tomo will not get you there. Oh, okay. And that's your opinion, you know, and you have a right, right to that opinion. I just see it differently. I think he can get us there if Dez if Dez is now finally healthy. The team, you know, and the way that defense is playing, that's the best defense I've seen in Dallas in years. If they stay healthy, I mean, come on, you're Steelers fans, right? You guys steal curtain. How many Super Bowls? Uh, were were in so, part by stout defenses. So of, so the cow so the cowboy to, defense could play like this like the stout defenses of the of the steel curtain or the Ravens. That's that, yeah. That I mean, mean do, it's your comparison, my dude. I didn't point. say it. You missed the whole. Missed I the whole did miss the whole point. I get the point. You, you the missed, point is a defense no, can carry you, a la the Ravens and Steelers. And I think the Cowboys have a very good defense, but not a defense that could do that. No. No. I mean, no. K-Star, you think that defense is good enough to do that? No, honestly, I don't, but... I mean, is this really, like, that out of bounds to say? I'm just not getting it. What I said to you was that the defense is stout. Before last night's game, they were eighth in the league. I believe they moved up after last night's game to either sixth or fifth in the league, okay? Um, if you watched the game and saw what they were doing um it was it was a high level of play on the defense that i hadn't seen i've seen good solid defense but last night was on another level and so if they continue to play at that level which i don't know if that's going to happen or not but it happened last night so i'm optimistic um what so i tell you, you what know, boss you go hard for your cowboys man i give it to you good well, for you but, but it's not about going hard, Bryce. It's about stating – it's about having positions that are substantiated by facts, not just substantiated by belief. Everything I say, when you ask me about Romo, I stated MVP candidate last year, 69% completions this year, 3-1 and one as a starter this year. Those are facts. I'm not saying, well, Romo's going to do it because he's Tony Romo. No, I come at you with facts. And my frustration is if you're going to refute me, then refute me with facts. Don't refute me with well, I haven't seen it. I have, I have refuted you with facts. You choose not to hear them. I haven't seen it in 15 years. You, just, you, you, don't like what, you don't like what the facts state. That's different. No, I haven't heard. I, I have not heard one fact from you on this whole conversation. Okay. I've heard nothing but opinions. Okay. I haven't heard one fact. Okay. I've stated Hey, we, okay. uh, we probably, we probably got to get to these games but real quick. Yo, Bryce, we listened to earlier in the show. Actually, T did go on the whole thing, giving it up to the Steelers and and how they're uh, probably definitely a Super Bowl contender in the AFC, and um, how actually went on a thing about the NFC East and um, how, you know, honestly it probably isn't deserving of a home playoff game, but that the defense played really well, and he'll take it, of course, and that, you know, uh, we'll see what happens there, so... Yeah, I said Antonio um, Brown, best wide receiver in the game. Yeah, I said yeah. Ben is certainly deserving to be... I, because that's how I roll, because I'm going to state facts. And I watched the Steelers play the Colts, and I was thoroughly impressed with your offense. I, 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 I'm I glad we're not in the AFC, because I think you're the most dangerous team in the AFC. Um, doesn't underestimate the importance of this game you have on Sunday, but you guys are scary uh, on many different levels. That Your Steelers team is very scary. And um, 
I think, you know, no one should want to see you guys right now. No one. Bengals, no one. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We have to compliment. Um, We have to play complimentary football, to be honest with you. I mean, the the front seven, I think, is game. Secondary is, as always, suspect. But this has to be an offensive first team um, that moves up and down the field, maybe runs some no huddle. And Ben has to be Ben. I mean, playing all world right now, I feel we have the best, not only receiver, but I feel we have the best receiving core in the league. Um, and I think our running back is a great all-around player playing great football. Um, we got to go in there and dictate. And this yep. is a game where Ben has to be Ben. He has to go play and outplay Andy Dalton. And if he can do that, get a lead, um, play fast, I think we can win. I'm confident. K-Star, are you confident? Oh, yeah, I feel really good. We, 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 we went in uh, Cincinnati last year and put 42 on them. And I think we're even on a better roll right now at this point of the season. I'll go even further. If we win, if we win on Sunday, I think we run the table in the regular season. I think we beat the Broncos, beat the Ravens, and beat the Browns. Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. This is definitely the, All right. the game. All right, these guys are right. We got to roll on. We got to make our picks and power rankings. So Bryce, thanks again, fellas. And, uh, always fun talking to y'all, man. Good luck on Sunday. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Thank you, man. You later. All right. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I apologize, fellas. I, 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 I do. I, I, um, nothing, you know, nothing gets under my skin more than when a guy just labels my opinions homers and doesn't listen to the facts that I'm stating to substantiate my opinion. And, and for him to call me a homer when he is, I mean, he makes K-Star look like junior homer. <laughs> you know, serious. Serious. Yeah. So, so yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, get into it. It's just, it's just, it's just All right, let's do power rankings. Yes, thank God. Let's do power rankings. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> let's do power rankings. Um, all right, uh, I'll do mine first. And um, let's see here. Um, yeah, I gave a lot of thought to this, and I don't even know that I like my power rankings, but they are what they are. Um, I've got the Broncos at five. Um, and, and I, you know, I just – have a hard time putting the Broncos ahead of the Patriots, even though Brock beat New England. I I just I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, so I got the Broncos at five. I got the Patriots at four. I got the Cardinals at three. The Bengals at two, and the Panthers at one. So that's my top five. Um, and I and I know there is you know a, 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 yes, um, it's probably Patriots and Broncos should probably fl- flip realistically, especially since the Patriots beat them. I just, I don't believe in the Brock-led Broncos. I think that was a fluke. I don't think they'd beat them again. If they meet again, I don't see it happening. I just don't. I think Patriots going to whoop them. Um, so, anyway, JB. All right. Well, I got Pats at five. I got Broncos at four. Uh, I got the Bengals at three. And I've got the two NFC teams. I got the Cardinals number two and Panthers number one. Okay, Doctor Train. Same as same as Boopy Brother Jays. Verbatim. All right. All right. And uh, Star. Yeah, actually, I uh, ended up having the same as well. So I worked out pretty fairly fairly well. All right. Well, I guess I'm the <laughs> I'm the oddball, huh? <laughs> Um, no, we just right. going with that one. What's that? No, 
we just got off the phone with that one. Yeah. Yeah, you clear. You clear. Yeah. All right. So the bad head was at number one. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, you were busy. You were busy for a minute with, your, with you and uh, Bryce earlier. So we, we, yeah. we went on our own. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> NFL.com has the Steelers the seventh power ranking. So, um, Patriots at five, Broncos at four, Bengals at three, Cardinals at two, and Panthers at one. Um, that is the Madden Voice power rankings. All right, let's whip through these picks. And again, I appreciate you guys. I know I got a little carried away there with Mister with Mister Bryce. Um, but let's let's uh, whip through these. Um, all right, Thursday night, a good a good game. Um, we didn't even get to talk about the Seahawks and the Packers and the whole NFC North, but Vikings go down, Adrian Peterson held in check, and they're going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Um, well, let's do it this way. Does anybody think the Vikings are going to beat the Cardinals? Wow. <laughs> Nobody. Okay. Uh, 88% on NFL.com has the um, – Cardinals winning, and it's a clean sweep here. We all think the Cardinals are going to beat the Vikings. Um, Falcons, 6 and 6 at the Panthers. Division game. Um, is this the week the Panthers go down, or do they move to 13 and 0? Does anybody have the Falcons beating the Panthers? Sorry, can't do it. Wow. I can't. I want to. I really want to pull that trigger. Because it seems like the, 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 when you got two teams going in opposite directions, something happens. But I'm going to also I, go with the Panthers. I, I can't do it either. I I'm really am. You know, I wanted to. I, I like for us to get to the games because I, you know, I wanted to have rhetoric on them because there's always storylines behind them. But I will say, this is one team I truly am disappointed in from the way they start off the season to the way they are now. I told you. I told you that'd be a disappointing show. That Matt Ryan and Julio Jones show. It's fun for a while, but days out. Yes. <laughs> You're laughing because he because he did say that. We can't even. Yeah, we can't even front. yeah you did say that. Crap for that. Oh man, he crushed me the next week when Julio and Matt Ryan went off. I got crushed for that line. I gotta learn that. I gotta learn that laugh train. That laugh, you can just laugh, and that means you were right. I have to sit up here and eat crow and say you were right. Train just laughs. <laughs> I gotta learn but how to do that, man. It's a confession laugh. <laughs> yeah, All right, man. All right, we've got the Saints four and eight at the Bucks six and six. Um, well, I'm going with the Saints. Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't believe in the Bucks. Never have. Just don't. Um, oh. Don't believe in the Saints either. But I think they put in a year of yeoman's effort against the undefeated Panthers last week, and um, I, I just think that Hall of Fame quarterback Drew Brees is his, his pride is on the line. They're not going to the playoffs. They're out. They're done. But he's going to try to still finish the season strong. Um, you know, and just as an aside, there's a lot of rumblings about Sean Payton and where he might end up next year. So, eye on Sean Payton. Um, Train, who you got? You know, um, I'm gonna go with the team. I'll go with the team that's playing with confidence. Um, trust me, I would like for the Saints to win some because it would it would still help Chicago. Out. Yeah, I played Tampa Bay, and I, I thought after our loss against uh, San Francisco that we were like pretty much done, but Matthew, we are still good. I mean, really still good. I mean, the sixth seed is actually a 9-17 almost if, if 
you know, Chicago wins out and certain teams take them. And we got to play the teams that can finish with seven losses. Yeah, so I will be rooting for the Saints, but I'm, I'm like, I've got to pick the confident team. I, I, Bucking, Buccaneers are playing just confident football. They just believe in themselves more than I see the Saints. Uh, K-Star? Yes, I love Jameis Winston. You know, you may not believe in him, but that team does, man. Love him. And also, uh, I think we saw the Saints' best and last stand of the season when they gave uh, Panthers that, that effort, but they still came up short. So, I like I like Tampa. Okay. JB? Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay also. I, I'll i be cheering for the Saints because I am a Drew Brees fan and believe in them. But looking at it, looks like a really good team, all, all things considered. I saw the game against the Falcons. Like I said, all things considered, they they play hard and they fight. The one thing that I will say I'm a little concerned about, I heard something about Quan Alexander, one of the uh, linebackers for the Buccaneers, having to serve a four-game suspension for, I think, PEDs. I don't know when that suspension is going to start, but that's something to be aware of. But I'll still take Tampa Bay. Okay. Um. All right, so you guys all went with Tampa Bay, and I went with the Saints. All right, um, which happened last week, and I almost, I almost got the upset. Um, no, I did the Saints too last week. Remember? Oh, you did? Yeah, I went. Oh, okay. I picked the Saints before you did. Oh, you did? Oh, okay, I don't remember that. You only got something to brag about, man. You guys were both wrong, right? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Hey, we almost pulled it out, and so uh, that's all right. Yeah, all right. Um, 49ers, 4-8 and eight at the Browns, 2-10. Two and, two and Ho-hum, kind of nobody cares game. Um, I, Manziel's supposed to be starting, so for that reason, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Browns. Um, oh, I'm sorry, the last game, uh, 66% Buccaneers, NFL.com. Um, I'm going to give it to the Browns. I think Manziel's, um, he has a lot to prove. There's a lot of speculation on where he could end up next season. Could he be with the Browns? Could he possibly have a star on his helmet? Who knows? Um, he is running out of chances. I think he's aware of that. And um, so I, I, I think he's going to come out and try to play really well. And, you know, 49ers are a mess anyway. So I'm going with I'm going with the Browns. Uh, JB? Um, actually, I'm going to go with the 49ers. They, they're still playing hard. And, and Blaine Gabbert, for all intents and purposes, isn't playing as bad as what we all thought it would when he took over the reins. Uh, even with Manziel starting, Brown is still a mess. And, and I think, to your point, see, I think he does have something to prove. I think he may try and do too much. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. Okay. Dr. Train. I really don't like picking the team that just beat us. But, you know, we, we handed it to them on the silver platter, and they, they ate it. So, but I, I think I like the football that they're playing better than I like the football that Browns are playing. But this may be the one Browns may be able to steal with their defense. But Blaine Gabbard did. He is definitely not the same Blaine Gabbard that was in Jacksonville. I'll tell you that much. So I'm going to go with the Niners. Okay. Hey, Star. No, Blake Gabbard's actually playing pretty good considering what he has around him. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like the same player at all. But that said, I'm going to go with Cleveland because um, I think this Manziel thing, like it, it's one of those situations where it's like you, you're as an athlete when you have your back against the wall. I feel like that's for for some of them. That's when they play their best. 
I feel like Johnny Manziel knows that he has to deliver um, that type of performance. And I think that for this one-game sample, he probably will because he's used to playing um, and being in the center stage. And I think he can one, one time come through. Okay. Um, NFL.com, 74% 49ers. Um, Seahawks at the Ravens. Anybody picking the Ravens? Let's move on. Now it's the next season. Ninety-three <laughs> percent with the Seahawks. Look out for those Seahawks. We didn't really get into that. We'll we'll pick that up next week. Um, but look out for them Seahawks. They're starting to look really good. Um, all right, Lions at the Rams. Boy, oh boy. Um, and that's a shame that they the way they lost in that hail mary Thursday night. It almost seems like it was three oh weeks ago. Oh my god! Oh my, we didn't even get to uh-huh. that. Oh my God, yeah. I'm not having that rice take up our time anymore, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. I'm still yeah. thinking about that catch, man. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I love you it. You can ask shit that happened in the NFC. You know, I hope Mom wasn't listening to that because I used the word shit stuff. Oh, my God. Can you? <sighs> yeah, that was crazy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Dr. Train. I really do. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it, it was sad. You're right. I gotta, I gotta control Bryce. I appreciate you guys nudging me. I got, I got your messages. I'll cut. I'll keep that to a workable, uh, workable time moving forward. Um, I wish though. I know we have a lot of listeners out there, and I want to thank all the listeners. I hope you're getting entertained by the show. I wish more of you guys would call in, though. I would love this to be more of a call-in show than a talk show. Um, so all you guys out there listening on podcasts and, you know, on your way to work or whatever, we appreciate it. But, you know, try to find some time Tuesday night. Holler at us a little bit. Um, okay. Anyway. Call, call in early. Don't wait till 1030 now. Call in early. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, listen to the show. So you know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, all right. Um, so I, I'm wondering if anybody is going to pick the Rams to upend the Lions. I'm picking yep, the Lions. Right here. Yeah? Right here. I'm picking the Rams. I think that – Don't do so, it, no. Don't do it. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. That emotional loss that they're coming from, and uh, the Rams have been put on notice. I think they fired their coordinator or something like that. And Todd Gurley only had the ball – carried the ball nine times last week. Yeah, he's going to get the ball like 30 times. I guarantee it. He's going to go. And all of you, you FanDuel players, like, listen, he's not going to be owned whatsoever. Take advantage of it. He's going to get so much work. And the Lions, I think they're just, their souls have been crushed. Rightfully so. It sounded like Train's soul was crushed, and he wasn't even playing. Can you imagine what the Lions feel like? (laughs) Damn. This one's legit. You got a legitimate point. It does. No, I'm yeah, really I'm picking a lion, though. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Hey, 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 train. Yeah. Dallas is coming. I thought we already had a bye week. That's some bull. Hey, dude. I just had the person. <laughs> That's some bull. That's some bull. I don't want to tag y'all to make it too obvious, but I figured you might scroll through and catch it. That's some bull. <laughs> 
DeMarco you Murray. You, if you got your Facebook up, just go to my page real quick. Yeah, just go uh, to his okay, page, sorry, man. Uh, yeah, JB. Yeah. <laughs> DeMarco Murray unhappy with his role in Philly. Hey, I'm 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 gonna let y'all know. Huh? We didn't even get to talk about that. I'm just gonna make one comment and then we'll move on. Um, don't be surprised to see him back with a star on his helmet. Don't be surprised. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm that would gonna be say. Awesome sauce. I, I'm just saying, I, it would not surprise me one little bit to see him back in Dallas next year. Um, I feel like Lassie coming home, frankly. Well, you know, and, and I know we got to go, but I'm I, what I, I know financially, these things are difficult because he is under contract, and in Dallas, uh, four years remaining on a five-year, forty million dollar contract, and you know, can the Dallas? That's one. That's the main reason Dallas let him go was he wanted more money that they can pay. But if he's willing. If they're willing to maybe trade him for, you know, I don't know, maybe a third-round pick or something, maybe, I don't know, um, and he's willing to restructure his contract and come home, it, it, it is possible because he ain't happy. They ain't happy with him, and he ain't happy with them. And clearly, we saw what he did last year with our team, and we haven't been able to fill that role. Sorry, McFadden. It'll be, it be more based on how much dead money Philly uh, would have to eat. Yeah. Well, it, 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 yeah, but I mean, if 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 they traded the contract and then he restructured, there's no dead money. So if no, there's take, still there's still there's still dead money. There's the guarantee. There's the guarantee money. Yeah. There's still but, there's still something that Philly would have to eat. No, 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 no. If we if they traded him, we are taking his contract. So there's no dead money for them. If they release him. There's dead money. But if they trade him to us, if we trade, we'll give you a third-round pick, whatever, third round next year, a fourth round next year. We'll take Murray, and we're taking over his four years and whatever he's got left, including his signing boat. We take it. Now the next thing is, will you restructure? <laughs> now that's the next thing. We're, going, we're taking the contract, but now will you restructure? Because I don't think Dallas can afford it the way it's structured now. But the next thing would be, can you restructure? Now, if they released him, oh, yeah, then then it accelerates, and oh, yeah, then it's ugly for them. But if they trade him, no, nah, we we get the contract. There's no dead money. Look it up. I'm telling you. I know these mm-hmm. things. All right. Um, anybody else got the Rams? Okay. So three to one. K-Star's going with the Rams. Russell's going with the Lions, 63% Lions. All right. Um, Redskins at the Bears. Train, take a minute. Talk about the Bears and how they're going to whoop up on them Redskins. I want to talk about the way we lost more than how we're going to whoop the Redskins. I'm still upset. I'll take two minutes and do that then, brother. You deserve it. I don't – I I won't take anything away from San Francisco in that, in that win. They pretty much took advantage of every opportunity Chicago gave. You come out and you put them three and out the first two drives, and all you get is two field goals. That's that's our offense should put up more than that. But for Robbie Gold to miss to miss one is cool. We uh, we can we can we can get over that. Out of everything that happens in the game, happen in the game, the most egregious is him missing the game. There's 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 really no reason for that. I don't want to hear nothing about pressure. I've seen him make all kind of pressure kicks. That was automatic. 
and and we still shouldn't have even been that close, but it happened. That was an automatic field goal. It should have been still pissed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even I don't even get it. But lo and behold, since since uh, every other team is not all that great, <laughs> we're still in the playoff run. So looking at what Washington looked like last night, um, I think Big Fangio can dial up some of what Marinelli dialed up. Chicago. I'm going with the Bears. Train sold me. Um <laughs> Anybody else? Any is anybody picking Washington? Let's go. Let's go that route. No, I'm not picking Washington. But Dr. Train, I got bone pick with you, bro. Every time I choose <laughs> your Bears, they lose. I we told them man. They lost. I didn't choose them the week before. You got on. You should have told them they win. You better do better. Get yourself a rabbit's foot or something. Sprinkle some salt on it. You want? Do anything. I'm picking them to win. Come on now. All right. All right, it's unanimous. We're all going with the Bears. NFL.com, 69% had the Bears. Um, Chargers at the Chiefs. Anybody picking the Chargers? Nah, I tried that. (laughs) I tried that. I tried 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 that. All right, yeah, Chargers never really started that late season run they're known for, not this year. Um, Chiefs. They're doing an Chiefs. off season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Chiefs are ninety one percent. They're on a five game winning streak and uh, ninety ninety one percent. And and just to reiterate my earlier point of why this is important to the Steelers. I mean, obviously the Chargers are going to fight, but we're all picking the Chiefs, so that that's going to put them at eight and five. So um, huge game this week for the Steelers. Ninety one percent have the Chiefs over the Chargers. Um, Buffalo Bills traveling to Philly to play the Eagles, who looked um, like a different team by upsetting those Patriots. So, JB, I know we are rooting for the Bills, but who are you picking? I am also picking the Bills because, yes, the Eagles won. They beat the Patriots up in Foxborough. Sorry, but I feel like that was an aberration. It was, it was the best of all worlds coming together. Big win, congratulations, happy for you. But uh, Shady McCoy is coming into town with chip on his shoulder, uh, no pun intended. And they're going to get him, and I'm looking forward to it. Go get him. I I hope pun was intended because if so, that was awesome. That was actually pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That was just your subconscious being really witty, though. That was pretty good either way, so. Yeah, that, that 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 was actually uh, that was that was actually pretty good. Um, Jay, uh, if, the pun, if the pun was was accidental, um, I got I gotta say that that was that was pretty good. That was, that was actually really good, actually, um, because I, I I really liked that. You like that? You like that? Hey, Kurt. I like how we beat that ass last night. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm with JB. I got the Bills. I got the Bills. I Actually, JB said everything I was going to say. Uh, the Eagles, hey, great win uh, against a depleted um, Patriots team. Great win. You, you got a few things fell your way. A couple of balls bounced your way. A couple of breaks. Great win, but I don't believe in you. I think, you you, you know, Chip Kelly's on his way out, and uh, this will be the beginning of the end. Uh, Bills, 
Uh, K-Star, who you got? Mm. This one's tough. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo. I just think that LaShawn McCoy has a big day. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Mm. Okay. Dr. Train. You know, the Eagles win against the Patriots is one of the reasons why injuries kind of suck in football. Hey, I don't want to hear Unless about injuries. That's an excuse, Train. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where he got that from, I do not I know. know. He's cat here. But um, because you just want to see a, a Patriots team that was that was getting all the that was really, really fun to watch. But uh, that is also what gave the Eagles a little bit of, you know, it's to get back in the game. So I'm definitely going with Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Uh, K-Star. Yeah, I already picked Buffalo. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, I think we all picked Buffalo then? Okay, good. Damn, yeah. that was easy. All right, K-Star, you have a minute now. I know we're over, so I appreciate Ooh. you guys. But K-Star, uh, I got to give you equal time. Um, talk us into the Steelers. Now, we all agreed at how good Ben's playing. We all agreed at Antonio Brown right now, best wide receiver in the game, maybe the best player in the game right now. It's definitely he's he's worthy of that consideration. But do you guys have enough? to go into Cincinnati and beat Cincinnati when you couldn't beat them in Pittsburgh. Talk to us. What? Of course we do. Big, Big Ben is healthy. I think he, he displayed that uh, in quite dazzling fashion Sunday night. And uh, the last time the Steelers went to Cincinnati last season, they hung up 42 points, and Big Ben dropped 350 and three on them. Um, earlier this season when we played, he was hobbling around, just hobbling around. And uh, – Listen, we've seen this show felt one too many times before, and I'm not sure how Cincinnati will be able to stop uh, the Steelers' offense. Um, if you guys got a clue, maybe you can you fly that into their defensive coordinator, but I don't think they'll be able to execute because that's four horsemen. That big man is coming in there, and he's going to do what he does in Cincinnati. Let's break their hearts at Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Okay. Dr. Train, did he convince you? No, he ain't me on a damn thing. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Nice, nice try though. Listen, man, I'm not gonna take anything from your team. The way y'all played uh, against the Colts, it was, it was really, really good. It, it was, it was on fire. You finally, you're, you got a healthy wide receiver core, but you're still missing, missing Lady, Lady Bell. And I know D'Angelo Williams is stepping in and doing the best version of D'Angelo Williams because he's not doing any version of uh, Lady Bell. I want people to stop saying that he is because he is not. Uh, that running back is different. Um, I may flip-flop this pick, folks, Sunday. That's just, that's just how it is because you guys are really competitive. But the Bengals have been a very solid and consistent team, and they do play 60 minutes. This will not be a cakewalk for you guys. And bringing up a game from last year means absolutely nothing this year. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You want to say Big Ben was hobbled, but he played. He played, and you guys lost 10-6. to six. Regardless of whether hobbled or not, he was healthy enough to play a loss of the loss. That said, I'm going to go with the solid team. You guys are going to their home. 
you got to prove to them. You guys back up the niggas against the wall because you lose this. You are in big trouble as far as even sniffing the playoffs. So who they? All right. Be All right. Um, JB, did train? Did uh, not train? Did K Star convince you to go with the Steelers? Nah, I ain't need no convincing. I'm going Steelers anyway. I think what they're going to try and do is muddy up the waters even more so in that division. They're three games out, and I know they're going to try and make it too. They still want that crown. It's not completely out of reach. Slim chance, but slim chance is better than no chance. I'm going with Steelers. Mm, okay. We got two Steelers. Yeah. One bangle. Okay. I just told the guys I appreciate the spirit and energy in which they fought. Um, please don't talk to me about more victories and things of that nature. Uh, that'd be disrespectful to those guys in the room. Uh, we we didn't get the job done. We came up short. Uh, we accept responsibility for that. Um, you know, we will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December because we have to. We won't go in the shell. We're going to go in attack mode because uh, that's what's required. But uh, came up short tonight. Uh, tough environment versus good. Um, I had to play that because it's appropriate. Um, one of my favorites. Well, it really is. It's December. Um, I'm going with the Steelers. Um, and thank God Bryce ain't on the phone no more because if he was, I'd be picking the damn Bengals just, just, just because. <laughs> um. But my football integrity comes first, and something tells me that I, I – I, listen, I think the Bengals want this game badly because the Steelers are the monkey on their back, okay? Yes. And that's hard for me to overcome. But I think the Steelers right now are playing at a, at a level that the Bengals are going to have a hard time dealing with. And I think there's a difference between wanting it and having been there. You know, a lot of people wanted to take Michael Jordan off the throne. Couldn't do it. Barkley, Hewitt, all these guys. Elijah, he did it when Jordan was retired. Couldn't do it when Jordan was playing, though. You know what I mean? A lot of people wanted to, were hungry. They never could do it. I just, I, I, something tells me the Steelers are going to come with their A game in Cincinnati and they're going to win. It's going to be a good game. I think they're gonna. I think I think Antonio Brown and Ben are gonna have a hell of a game. Williams is gonna play strong. The defense is gonna do just enough to keep you guys in the game. Could be a shootout. Um, but I I gotta I gotta I gotta go ahead and go with the Steelers. I can't talk all that positive stuff about them at the beginning of the show and then not pick them. So I'm picking the Steelers. I did. Well, I could, but. Did <laughs> <laughs> your two face train? <laughs> That's what he called me last week. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> who called you Two Face? Well, you called me a traitor. So, oh yeah, you are a traitor. Can't hold. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. All right. Tennessee at the Jets. Anybody picking Tennessee? Hmm. Hmm. This will be interesting. I'll, I'll I won't pick. Tennessee now because they're on the road. You know, they are, are at the Jets, but let me just say, look out for the young quarterbacks, man. They, they, we, we might not be just, we might, might, might not be too unsatisfied once Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and walk out the door. I like these dudes. They don't oh, yeah. 
Marcus they and Jameis. Really Jameis, Mariota, Bortles, like, you know, everybody matures, but they, they're going to be fun to watch down the road. I really believe that. But, yes, yes, yes. Okay, no problem. All right, we all got the Jets. Um, Colts at the Jags. Looks like um, Luck will be out another game, and it looks like Hasselbeck is going to play. He's a little banged up, but he's going to play. Um, is anybody picking the Jags at home over the Colts? I'm going yeah. to yeah. I'm, I'm going Jacksonville. God damn yeah. it. Well, I, well, I, I thought I was going to be on an island picking Jacksonville. Apparently, you guys are with them. But there was no. No, I got Jacksonville on this one. Yep, Hearns will be back from a concussion. Robinson had three touchdown catches. Uh, Yeldon is running the ball well. If the defense can just stop a nosebleed, they'll be all right. But I'm going Jags. <laughs> By the way, 91%, 91% picked the Jets over the Titans. I forgot that. Um Y'all, y'all, y'all delusional, man. Colts got something to play for. The Jags don't. Um, they, they, they're trying to win a division. Chuck, Chuck Pagano gonna have these boys fired up and ready to go. Uh, Hasselbeck had a bad game against the Steelers. He's gonna rebound. He's four and one as a starter. Um, yeah, nah, Jags ain't, Jags ain't winning this game. Yeah, Jags ain't winning this game. I'm sorry, guys. And I know Jay said at the beginning of the year, watch out for the Jags, but nah, this ain't their year. Maybe next year, this ain't their year. Colts going to win this game. You guys are crazy, man. I don't know what y'all smoking. Ridiculous. <laughs> 71% on NFL.com agrees with Commissioner T. Colts. Y'all crazy, man. All right. The Raiders at the Broncos. Anybody picking the Raiders? <laughs> All right. 91% have the Broncos at home going to 11-2. and two. The Dallas Cowboys at the Green um. Bay Packers. We already know how this is going to play out. We already know that Jay and I are going to pick the Cowboys and Train and K-Star are going to pick the Packers, okay? We already know that, okay? I'm going to take a minute, okay? I'm going to take a minute and just say this, okay? Um, Packers are home. Safe money is going to go with the Packers at home, okay? But may I remind you of a couple of things. First and foremost, uh, Aaron Rodgers today is not Aaron Rodgers of six weeks ago, okay? Let me just remind you of that. And, and, and... Minus a um, Hail Mary, this team would have lost like four out of the last five. They have not been playing well. They have not been uh, the same team that we saw at the beginning of the season, okay? Um, Dallas went in there with Romo last season and almost pulled out a win. Now, we know Romo's not there. I get it. Castle's getting more comfortable. And listen carefully here. Castle finally is realizing who his money guy is. He realized he needs to get the ball to Dez more. Dez wants the ball more. Dez has a bad taste in his mouth from a year ago in that playoff game. This game has been circled by the Cowboys since last year. Now, I know Romo's not there. I get it. But the way that defense played, and any quarterback that's going to get that kind of pressure is going to have a long day. If we can continue that, I don't care who it is. I don't care how mobile you are. Sean Lee will get you, okay? So I feel really good about this pick. This ain't just like a homer pick. This is Aaron Rodgers ain't been playing the game that we saw him at the beginning of the season. 
Dallas is starting to surge, winning two out of three. Castle's looking more comfortable. Dez has a bone to pick, and I think we're going to see the real Dez Bryant in this game. Defense playing lights out. Yo, I'm trying to t- I'm telling y'all now, and this ain't the frozen tundra. It's going to be warm. It's going to be in the 40s or 50s out there. So weather's a non-factor. Okay? I'm, t- I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, the Cowboys going to pull this upset. Nationally televised 4 o'clock game. Only one or two games at 4 o'clock. Cowboys going to pull this upset. Mark, book it. Cowboys going to pull this upset. It's going to be a good game. Cowboys going to pull this upset. All right. I won't even ask because I already know. Me and JB, Cowboys, training K-Star, Packers. Am I wrong? No, wrong. But let me let me, let, 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 let me say this. Um, as, I am going to pick the Packers. It's the most, most logical decision from my point of view. But to just believe, I want you guys to win this game. <laughs> it's not, it's not misunderstand what my loyalties really are. Oh, I know that. I know what you want. My pick is for the numbers. So, Brett, this is what I do believe. Uh, He does know Rodgers. He's played against him for several years being in Chicago. Um, Rodgers is very susceptible to the pass rush, especially when his wide receivers cannot get open. And if you guys are able to run the ball successfully against that defense, um, you can't pull out a win. You know what I mean? It's 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 not it's not a, it's not inconceivable. I I think people are expect. I think people were expecting last night the Redskins um to to completely you know annihilate the Cowboys, and I think people are expecting the Packers to do the same. But I want to remind everyone: the only two games Dallas got annihilated were by two undefeated teams: the Packers and the Patriots. I mean, the uh, Panthers and the Patriots. Every other game including the Seahawks, Dallas was right in it and could have won. So you're looking at a 4-8 and eight team that could have been 10-2. and two. Now, obviously, they're not. And 4-8 and eight doesn't make you 10-2. It makes you 4-8. and eight. I believe that. But this is, this is a 4-8 and eight team that can beat almost anybody if they're on their game. And Castle is, get, Castle is not going to be Romo. Let me make that perfectly clear. I'm not delusional. But I think he can play well enough, as I was explaining to our buddy, to to go on a run and get us into the playoffs. And I expect it. Got to be able to run the ball. Well, they got to have to run the ball. There's no doubt about it. They got to have to run the ball. But um, I think I think McFadden, I think Turbin, they're gonna run the ball. I think you're gonna see. I mean, you know, Lucky Whitehead. You saw them returns. That boy is coming. Devin Street, if he can, he need to get in the weight room because he ain't strong enough. Keeps getting the ball ripped out of his hand, but he can catch. He just can't hold the ball. You know, so I, I just watch the game, Cowboys, Cowboys. You, right. you, if Lucky Whitehead wasn't a good returner, I'd be, man, I, I would be hurt if I was a Cowboys fan watching Dwayne Harris in New York uh, do as well as she's doing. So luckily, you guys had something in, in Whitehead as well. Thank God, that was tough. I, yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and let's be fair. Dwayne Harris also got more opportunities out there that we couldn't give him because he was kind of like the fourth wide receiver behind Dez, Terrence Williams, right? And yeah. the team said, yeah. "Look, you know, you're a great returner, but when it comes to receiving, we like these three guys over you." He went out there. Victor Cruz is down, so you've got, you know, you've got Beckham, you've got Reuben Randall, and then you've got, you know, um. 
Yeah. So um, <laughs> you would have got a yeah. chance this year though. Had he had he stuck around. Did, oh yeah. He did that stuff. Yeah. Well, you're right. He would have, but no one we didn't. No one knew. You know, no one knew. Yeah, true that. You know, so um, so but thank God Whitehead with his speed is showing something. Yeah. Definitely showing something. Yeah. So, um, all right. Patriots ten and two at the Texans six and six. Um, I- I'm assuming everyone's picking the Patriots, but maybe not. Is anybody going for the Texans? Oh, by the oh. way, ninety one percent have the Packers over the Cowboys. Um, so me and Jay are in the minority. Um, anybody going with the Texans in this one? At home Sunday I'm night football. Say, I'm just gonna say right now I got the Patriots, but I'm just keeping my eye on, on, on football talk up until up until this game starts. Because um, um, uh, to me, Tom Brady's in the same position Aaron Rodgers in. When you don't have your you don't have your targets, man. I don't care who you are at quarterback. It ain't easy. And when you got a defense that can come in and put pressure on you, making it even tougher, and your boys can't even hold on the balls, I'm just saying Houston can take can take advantage of the same opportunities as as the Eagles can to easily win this game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna keep watch on, on the football talk leading up to Sunday. And I will just say this: um, this guy ain't this guy ain't won four Super Bowls for nothing. I I can't see them losing three in a row. I mean, you're right. I didn't see I didn't see the Panthers or Packers losing three in a row either. And they ain't gonna lose three. In a row. Sunday night football, national televised game. He he's coming out on a mission. And you're right. He's gonna be hard without all his targets. And if if Brandon LaFell knows how to can can, can he catch a ball, please? I don't know who's worse, him or Ted Ginn Jr. I mean, can y'all catch? I mean, they were teammates <laughs> are crying out loud. <laughs> and they yeah. Learned. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Some bad habits. That's some bad habits. All right. Uh, 86% have the Patriots over the Texans. Last but not least, Monday night football, the uh, New York football giants at the Miami Dolphins, uh, five and seven, five and seven, both clinging to uh, playoff. uh, I'd say the Dolphins' chances are much less than the Giants. Um, So, uh, I don't know, K-Star, who you got in this one? Uh, I'm going with the Giants. They just have more to play, uh, you know, more to play for. And um, the Dolphins' defense is pretty bad. Uh, and there's just a lot of, you know, turmoil going on there and, and turnover as well. So uh, I like New York. Okay. Train? Giants. Okay. JB? Uh, conventional wisdom says Giants, but because they need to lose to help my boys out, I'm going with the Dolphins. Plus, the Dolphins are playing at home, so uh, leave it up to the Giants to play good for about 59 minutes and 30 seconds and then to find a way to lose it. Yeah. And, and let me also say this. I'm going with the Dolphins. Obviously, I, this is a Cowboy pick. But Dan Campbell, their current head coach, is a former Cowboy and a former Giant. And if there's any game he would want to win – it's against an NFC East team. Now, he wasn't able to do it against Dallas, but now he's got a chance to do it against the Giants. So let's see what happens. Uh, I think he can get those boy galvanized at home. Um, and, you know, you don't know what the Giants are going to do. Man, they just, you know, you just don't know. Um, so I'm going, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with the Dolphins. Plus, I want them to win. 65% have the Giants. bipolar anyway. So, you know, you never know what's coming. They get the front of the game bipolar. Yeah, yeah. They are about yeah. over. Yeah, they are. Of course, of course, you can say that about any NFC East team at this point. Got to tell you. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 
Um, so, um, yeah, Dr. Train is leading all the pickums by a substantial margin with 1,450 points. Uh, JB is in second place of us four at 1,250. Um, Ali Quick is in third place of us four at 1,240. And uh, good old Commissioner T is at last place of us four with 1,220. So um, there you have it. There are the rankings. All right, we went way over. I appreciate you guys' patience. Any final words? Uh, JB will be home this weekend. Hopefully we can catch that Cowboy-Packer game Sunday afternoon. What you mean, hopefully? Go ahead and etch that in stone, boy. All right, I'm just, I don't know what you got planned this weekend, bro, but it'll be good to see you. And I'll be looking forward to hanging out at Mom's, looking at this game, and telling everybody to shut up, we're watching football. But anyway, any uh, any final words from JB? Uh, one, yes, I can't wait to get home. Be real good. Uh, secondly, hats off to Jason Witten. Thousand receptions. So I want to give him an ovation. That, that's a, an accomplishment unto itself. Last but not least, I'm in the playoffs in all four of my leagues for fantasy football. Your league, B League, now I'm going to come from the basement up near the top, so I'm kind of proud of that. So we'll see what happens. Good luck to everybody with their fantasy football playoffs. Okay. Excellent. Dr. Train, final words? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I echo um, JD's words uh, for the reason, fantasy football week. I'm a little bit torn, though, because um, I play K-Star. Now, mind you, I've been crushing it all season, but I honestly did not want to see Not because I think his team is better. His team is so bad that he's going to hunt the hell out of the waiver wire. And my team is pretty solid that I can't afford to release anyone, even if I think somebody might have a good game. So it's just one of those wild cards that I have to prepare for. Secondly, I got to decide where I'm going to play, whether I'm going to play his quarterback against Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Of course you, of course you are. Mm. Mm. It's the last time he faced the Bengals this season. It didn't look pretty. It did not look mm. pretty. Okay. And Blake Bortles mm. oh, yeah. actually has a better matchup than 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 what you than than, than Big Ben had. Even Jay Cutler has a better matchup than Big Ben has. You should do that. You know, I'm not color. playing Jay Cutler because then I really have to eat it. So if I do, it's going to be great water. No, I'm not, not doing it. So, but, but, but we'll see. Good luck. I need to get out of this first round. I need to win for a change. Other than that, my yeah. Bears are still alive. I'm still going to watch. It's 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 killing me. I would just say this about my team. If we make the playoffs, if we make the playoffs, great. Uh, but... I do know we are not there yet. There is we we are we are so not there yet because to lose close games like that, you know, you should win them. Just no, nah, you're not there yet. Hmm. Looking forward to next season though, and Kevin White will be playing this season. Can't wait to see what he looks like. Hmm. Okay. Um, K Star, final words. Yeah, I guess I'll respond real quick to Train since we're playing. Uh, Train. Uh, if you remember a couple of years ago, we played in the first round and we had like the highest, one of the highest scoring games. Uh, yeah, really, I can remember. Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown's 
Joshua Kounder uh, was like 187, like 185. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, uh, I can't believe my team actually made the playoffs because I just ever since the lazy on Bell injury, I've just been dead, man. I've been just running back from my team are so bad. Uh really wish I had picked up D'Angelo Williams earlier in the year and, and backed up Le'Veon because that's just been, ugh. It was all good until he got hurt. But I'm in there. We'll we'll definitely have a trash team, and we'll just do our best. And um, as far as this weekend goes, I'm really excited. Um, waiting for this opportunity for the Steelers to play the Bengals uh, since the last time we've played. And, uh, yeah, I just can't wait. I'm really excited. Mm, okay. Um a few things, and then we'll get out of here. Um, I didn't make the playoffs in either league. Um, I was not focused this year, um, and it's my fault. I um, last winter met a new young lady that my brother has met a few times, and um, this was our first football season together, and I was trying to juggle spending time with her and all of that with football. And she She didn't really understand my love and passion for football because she's not a sports person. The lady I dated previously was a, was a sports person. So it was a little easier, although that was about the only thing she did. Right. Oops. Did I say that? Um, but, um, this, this, this particular one, I know I shouldn't say that. The other one, she was a nice person, just didn't work out. But this one here has a lot of good qualities. If you've seen my Facebook, you've probably seen pictures and posts and stuff just at a birthday. Um, but the one thing she doesn't really get is football. Um, just not her thing. So I found myself doing things like going shopping with her Sunday morning and trying to be home by 1230 to catch football. And as you guys know, Sunday morning is kind of the last, like, okay, who's starting, who's injured, who's, you know, active, inactive, oh, damn, um, you know, he's not playing, I got it, you know what I mean? And so more than more than one game, and I'm not, it's my fault, I'm not blaming her, it's my fault, um, but I lost several games this year from just not having the right lineup, not realizing that someone was inactive, that I thought was going to be active, and I didn't sub them out, and it was just a horrible year all the way around for me. And, um, you sound just, like you whip. No, 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 you know, um, nah, it's just, it's just, you know, I'm just being real. It's just a situation where I, I was like, okay, let me try to compromise. That's what you do. I ain't going to miss a game, but okay, if you want to do this Sunday morning, we'll do this Sunday morning. Okay. And then I realized, oh, damn, you know, I'm missing out on lineups and last minute stuff. So, so I, I, you know, take it on the chin. This was not my year in either of the leagues I'm in. And I did have a couple of decent games, but for the most part, I just wasn't there. Um, I will, I'm going to tell y'all now, I'm going to tell y'all now, in the EAFL and in the MBX, next year I'm coming. Okay? I'm, I'm going to regain my I'm going to regain my going to hell in 2016. I'm going to, I'm trying to tell you, I'm going to unleash holy hell in 2016. Okay? <laughs> I, I, I have won, I have won titles in both leagues. 
and um, I will come on strong next year. I have my goal next year is to be a double champion and win both leagues in the same year. I think if once I'm able to do that, I might retire and say that's it. I'm done with fantasy football. I'll just shift over to FanDuel or DraftKings, assuming they're still around by then with all this legislation and rules and all these things changing. Who knows? Might might not even be here in a year. But anyway, um, so fantasy football wise, I I, I um. Congratulations to all of you, and I hope you guys all do well. I gotta be honest, though. I gotta root for my brother since I'm not in it. I, I, I gotta give him. I gotta give him my love and support because that's my boy. That's my family. So I hope he can pull out some championships. But um, but I do wish you all good luck. Um, you know, and um, yeah. So that's fantasy football. Um, uh, Jason Wynn, congratulations. I agree. Thousand, thousand, over a thousand catches. Second tight end to do it behind. Uh, uh, Gonzalez, so great accomplishment. And um, Cowboys, what's that? I said Larry Fitzgerald got over that this week. No, I said second tight end to do it. Is what I said. Tight end. Tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> he was with the <laughs> He ain't with the Cowboys. But anyway, um, congratulations, Larry Fitzgerald. But anyway, um, and last thing I'm gonna say is, listen, um. You know, uh, yesterday was December 7th, um, Pearl Harbor, a lot of festivals and events. And just, you know, listen, uh, you know, you see someone that served in the military, go up and shake their hand and thank them for their service. A lot of stuff going on in the news. You're watching, we're watching the p- political, the candidates, we're watching. I mean, it seems like every week there's something happening. You know, with the San Bernardino shootings, uh, Paris. Uh, it, it's just, it, it, this, this is, it's, it's an ugly world, and the only thing that's keeping us where I can come on and do this show, Train can come on from the West Coast, Jay from the South, and uh, K-Star from the Midwest, and we can do this show and get up in the morning and go to work and have our freedom is our military. Because, you know, there's too many things happening that are just that are just ugly in this country and in this world. And thank God for our military to keep us safe and keep us free. And considering Pearl Harbor was, you know, um, 50, 60, what are we talking, 64 years ago. Um, just think about, your, think about your military, whether it's a family, friend, or just a stranger you see at a at a local grocery store. Just go up and shake their hand and thank them for their service. Because I'm going to tell you, what, without them, we might be what we're hearing about on the news in some of these other foreign lands. So um, thank them for our freedom. I just want to throw that out there. And, and, and let me just say this. Um, people... Just take a minute and, and think. I think about that movie, um, Spike Lee, the mayor. The mayor was Ozzie Davis, and Ozzie Davis said to Spike Lee, do the right thing. He said, huh? That's it? That's it. Okay. Thanks. Tell everybody, just do the right thing. That's it. Do the right thing. For JB, for K-Star, and for Dr. Train, thanks for tuning into the Madden Voice going to be a great weekend of football. And as we always say, all feuds are settled on the field. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.